Hey, KFC Radio listeners, you can find every episode of KFC Radio on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, or YouTube. Prime members can listen ad-free on Amazon Music. Loser Monday here on CCK. People are miserable right now on Twitter. Yankees are dead. What People are, they? are they're tweeting saying, "Can we let them know when you guys are done talking about the Yankees so they can listen again?" Hey, what else are we supposed to talk about? It's a big story. The Yankees. I mean, what? Pick a side. If you're a Yankee fan and you call in, you're like, "Oh no, the Yankees are the most relevant sports franchise in the world." And then you're also getting mad because we're talking about the fact that their season ended prematurely in your eyes. Obviously, oh no, I don't think they're mad that we're doing it. I think that they are just they don't want to listen to it. Like they, as Yankees fans, they don't want to be masochists and just sit and listen to a a program talking about them losing. That would be my guess. I wouldn't want to do that either, to be fair. I'm trying to think if I've ever done that. Mm. It's like you're looking to be miserable. Yeah, but I kind of like that sometimes. Well, that says more about you than I think other people, Mm -hmm. but I'm, I'm mostly a masochist. Yeah. I, I, I listen. I mean, the Yankees fans in the office today, they're not doing great. Fuck them. I think you and Frankie should probably hash things out. Yeah, he should apologize to me. No, I think it should be a mutual thing. No, I'm not sorry for anything that I said, though. I think he should be sorry for knocking on my door and then crying when I opened it. I mean, we're just... You don't need to start a fight with me. Okay? I'm not fighting with you. I'm just saying, like, I'm not sorry about anything that I said. I think he should be sorry for, for starting. Have you ever been sorry? Um, I, as long as I've known you... I've never had you apologize to me or to anybody else around me. Um, no, I definitely have. It's true. I've definitely apologized before. Who who have you apologized to? I'm sorry that Frankie's a bitch and he can't take it. Well, that's not really an apology now, is it? Uh, we've got Sean from New York. He wants to talk about the Yankees and how oh, they're still cool. the best. Okay. What's up, Sean? Hey, how's it going, guys? Hi, Sean. Uh, so I think uh, I might be a little bit older than you, but hopefully that'll give you a little perspective. Um, the reason the Yankees, I'm not a 27-ring guy. It's just, you guys are saying earlier how, all right, the best point of your fandom was probably when you were in the mid-20s. You find me a team over a 25-year stretch who's done better than the Yankees over any 25-year stretch, and I'll give you credit for that, uh, but it doesn't really exist. In baseball two, or in sports Rio, in general? In baseball or truthfully in any sport. Uh, I'm talking the, about maybe not more rings. The yeah, New, New England, England Patriots. The New England Patriots. Yeah. The New Zealand over All Blacks. What? Uh, right. Over what? The last 25 years? Yeah. Well, since Tom Brady came yeah. on. So, I mean, you're looking at two decades. That's 20 got years. Six rings, and the Yankees have five in the same 25 years. And yeah, but like we also have a better record. The Patriots are either right. in the AFC. They've been in, what, 10 straight AFC title games, and they're in the Super Bowl? Eight straight. Eight yeah, it's, straight. It's literally it's not even close to either World be series. in the World Series or win it. Like Five out of six years in the last 25 years, and then including three more? But it's been, it's been a long time since in the New York Yankees I mean, the, have been the top dogs. I'm not saying that, but the point, what I was getting at before that was they, you know, the Yankees are never going to go through a 10 year stretch where we're the laughing stock. Like the Patriots were 
before 2003. That's not true at we all. Know like before, the like, Mattingly, they stunk. There, were, there was a decent stretch uh, there where they stunk. We made the World Series in 1981. And then in, by 94, we were the best record in baseball before the strike. And then we don't know how and the end of the rest of the 90s went. And I don't and think the, the Patriots were ever – the Patriots were never a, quote, laughing stock. In well, those you don't know years. what the fuck you're talking about. They, you go back to the early 90s and the Patriots were a laughing We weren't stock. talking about that. We were talking about, and you just said there's never been a stretch in the with the Patriots right now that they didn't win for 10 years. They weren't a laughing stock when Tom Brady no, wasn't no, winning I was Super Bowls. Before this, this dynasty occurred, they were a laughing stock the 10 years before that. Okay, well. And yeah, the Yankees will never go through a period like that. That's why Yankee fans could always have that chip on their shoulder. Because we might know we have a couple of down years. But we're always going to bring it back. I hate it's this without guy. Without a question. I hate this guy. <laughs> didn't, didn't, know, no, didn't, know, didn't know what the fuck I was talking about. He literally just said the Patriots That's, dynasty doesn't count because they didn't win Super Bowl for 10 years. That's the number one thing you probably can't say to, to Casey Smith is that she doesn't know what she's talking about. I mean, but that guy stunk. Like, what's he talking about? That was just, that was the maybe one of the worst calls of all time. Robin Syracuse, what do you got? Hey, I just want to talk about how much uh, the Yankees are overrated. You know, uh, most of their titles came before expansion when there was like what, six, six teams in the American League. So it's basically a coin toss on who wins. Mm-hmm. They've always had the most money. The reason they've never been a laughing stock is because they spend like six times what other teams spend. Even uh, and before free agency, they had these guys for their entire careers. They're, they're, so, they're so overrated there. And I hate, I used to be a Yankee fan until May 17, 2002 is when I realized I hated them. If you look back, that's uh, Giambi's Grand Slam in the Rain mm-hmm. against the Twins because they're bullies. I fu- I got picked out in school. I hate fucking bullies. I hate the Yankees. I hate how they treated Don Mattingly. And uh, so now I'm a Red Sox fan Love that. for many reasons. But wow. we like you, Rob. Uh, wow. So because well, my dad grew up in Framingham, um, and I I like the underdog, and I just uh, started following the Red Sox. But Yankees are I I hate them. I I used to like them, but fucking. They're basically they're overrated. They since expansion, since free agency, they b- try to buy championships that doesn't work, and they, they try to bully other teams, and uh, that's basically what I have to say. Tell I us how you truly feel, Thank you, Rob. Tell us how you truly feel, Call of the by day. By the way, I think we can all admit that we hate bullies. Yeah, in this, bullies on this program, stick. which is why yep. I liked Rob. Yeah, Rob's I, great. Feel free to call back anytime. Yeah, feel free. Again, we are anti-bullying here. Yeah. Well, Jared's kind of a bully, but no, I'm fine. not. Jim in Tennessee, what do you got on the Yankees being overrated? Hey, they they make it to the playoffs, so they're great regular season team. Great, so they should have Peyton Manning on the team too, I guess, because he's a great regular season quarterback. Yeah. And that last caller talking about there's never been a stretch like this. Well, what about the Celtics in the '60s when they won like ten straight? Yeah, that guy, that guy just ha- really had one point, and it was that the Yankees dynasty is better than anybody else. And then once you started proving him wrong, he then told you you didn't know what the fuck you were talking about. So, Correct. Jim yeah, in Tennessee, well, you don't yeah, apparently, most, yeah, you wouldn't know what you were talking about either, apparently, according to that guy. Well, that's most New York fans because they, they're so narrow minded or their head's so far up their ass, they don't know what way is up or down. Preach. <laughs> Preach, Jim. Thanks for the right. call. Uh, we've got Ryan in Long Island. He says he's a rational Yankee. Okay. What's up, Ryan? What's going on, guys? Um, you know, any Yankee fan that calls in and pretends like, and I'm a big Yankee fan, love them. You know, that 2009 means anything to the team right now. There's like, I just look at their roster. There's like four guys that are still playing baseball from that team. Yeah. And two of them are about, about to retire. Right. And, you know, 
And then the other thing is these Yankee fans calling and complaining about the pitching. I mean, what did the pitching do wrong in this series? And someone, I mean, they should have won game two. It, you know, they got that fast training. They got Verlander out of the game. Like, what was the pitching problem? No, you guys just couldn't hit. When it, what it came down to was Encarnacion went, went dead quiet. Uh, no one could get a big hit. Judge couldn't get a big hit. Uh, Gary was atrocious. Uh, yeah, I mean, like the offense that got you there. And maybe, like, no one's really talking about it. We were talking about it in the office earlier today, though. Uh, the baseballs and how they were juiced during the season, but they weren't in the playoffs. And it's like, how did that really change things? Because, you know, like, I, I forget, I think it was like Chuck asked me, um, you know, if they were playing with these baseballs all year, would things have panned out differently? And I honestly think that they would have. Like, if yeah. they were using the baseballs that they're using the playoffs during the regular season, I think the Indians win the division, not the Twins. How about the fact that Major League Baseball just doesn't think anybody noticed that? Yeah, no. Just like, oh, we had juice balls, balls. Yeah. all year, and then in the playoffs, nobody can hit home runs, and nobody's going to notice that. Yeah. Like, they're going to have to answer that at some point, aren't they? No. They're just not going to. No. So are the juice balls back next regular season? Maybe. I'd love for them to be back. I love the juice balls. Oh, the juice balls are great, but I just think it's really funny that all year everyone was talking about how clearly the balls are juiced, and then clearly the balls are no longer juiced in the same season, and no one is for Major League Baseball is talking about it. You could probably make the case that the Yankees beat the Astros if the juice balls were being used during the playoffs. Yeah. Like, there were a few, like... Uh, like that ball that Didi hit to the wall off Garrett Cole. It definitely like, would have been a home run in the regular season. That's gone. By the way, we were talking about this watching it the other day. I think that they have now told cameramen to make any type of ball hit look like a home run. Yeah. How many times have you seen that do that? They like pan up like it's going to go out and then it's time. like it's like to the second baseman. Yeah. Why are they doing that? You want the you want the excitement moments. You want that suspense. You want to fuck with the viewer. Apparently. Mm. It's not great. Uh, we've got Scott in Montana who says he has a better dynasty than the Yankees dynasty. What's up, Scott? Uh, I know it's not apples to apples, but North Dakota state bison football, seven out of the eight last national champions. I actually don't hate I that. Wouldn't I wouldn't mean, have said I, it. Go ahead. I wouldn't have said it, but the guy said he doesn't care what sport. So yeah, no, I, I appreciate that. I saw that on the call line and I mean, obviously, you know, from a national standpoint, people don't understand that, but I mean, you really start going down the line, like Alabama football would be on there. By the way, our guy, Ben just, just tweeted at us. Charity said, claiming that the Yankees have had the best 25 year run in sports is insane. The Patriots missed the playoff twice in this current run. That stat alone is insane. I just hope that guy just gets buried all day. I don't, what was his name? Uh, fucking, I forget. Was it Sean? Rob? No, we, no, no we Rob liked, Rob was the anti-bullying guy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But here, here's yeah, the thing. Sean, it's like, whenever you talk about dynasties, and we, we've done this a lot, like, when the Cowboys had their dynasty in the 90s, and you were living in that and watching that, you can talk about it. Cowboys fans now that don't really remember all that, I was seven the last time the Cowboys won a Super Bowl. You'll never hear me be like, oh, I'm from Dallas. They had a dynasty because it's just not the case. Yeah. Yankees fans still claiming that. It's like, yeah, you won one World Series in the last two, 20 years. Yep. Like, what? I don't, like, at some point you have to have the pride of just being like, we're not a dynasty anymore. It's not even close to being a dynasty. It's not even close. There's no one, there's no one that's like using the internet right now that's like, yeah, like I, I saw the, like, the, the run where, like, in the sixties, like you're talking about these championships, like the, the seven that have come in, since the mid sixties, that's not a dynasty. It would be like Celtics fans, like diehard Celtics fans that are our age claiming that the Celtics are a dynasty. Yeah. It's just like, yeah, at one point they were at one For point sure. they were winning everything. They're not anymore. It's been a while. 
It has been a while. And even if you hate the Patriots, if you hate Tom Brady, you can go down the list of however you want to spend. You don't like the New England Patriots. To say they're not the best dynasty in sports history is insane. I Yeah. I know, I mean, granted, it's recency bias because we're living in the middle of it right now. But, like, they've missed the playoffs twice since Tom Brady was their quarterback. I just, I really. What uh, the fuck is that guy talking they about? They should have never even lost a Super Bowl. No, Like, I know. they should have won both the Giants Super Bowls. Like, what are you doing losing to the Eagles of all teams? To Nick Foles. Yeah, you can't. I tried to get uh, Smitty to admit last night that they should have kept Nick Foles instead of Carson Wentz. I'm sure you didn't watch that football game last night, right? Nope. The Cowboys, Eagles, Eagles stink. And the Cowboys lost to the Jets the week before mm-hmm. and they destroyed the Eagles last night. Yeah. I tried to get him to admit by the end of the game. I was like, can you admit now that Nick Foles should be your quarterback? And he actually got mad at me. Yeah. I was like, I mean, at some point you just got to admit it. And there were like people around us that were also like, yeah, you know, I mean, it's kind of hard to argue. And he was like, read a stat once for me. I was like, well, I'm looking at them just getting their asses kicked by the Dallas Cowboys right now. It's not great. It's not great. Um, we've got Mike in New Jersey. Now, Mike, I see on this subject line, you might be slandering our guy, Rob. So you better tread lightly because we don't like bullying yeah, here on this we program. We don't like bullying and we do like Rob. Uh, all right. First off, listen, Rob, I don't know what you're talking about, guy. You're, you switched from a Yankees to become a Boston fan. And we we buy championships. What the what the fuck were they doing all those years? They're bullies worse than us. Jared, would you like That's to bullshit? Would you like to acknowledge that he thinks that Red Sox are bigger bullies than Yankees? Um, no, I don't acknowledge nonsense. Yeah, because that guy Red called Sox in to talk to Rob. Um, Rob's not on the line. Yeah, anymore, Rob's but. not on the line anymore. But uh, I don't even know where you could angle that that the Red Sox are are bigger bullies than than the Yankees because the Yankees are very clearly bullies. Like an organization that makes you shave your face. Like it's fucking baseball. It's not Wall Street. Like what are you doing? By the way, nobody should have to shave their face. Unless they're in like the military or something. Or or like the fucking food industry or something. If there's an actual reason behind it, sure. But like you're telling your players that they can't have facial hair just because it's like, oh, we want to look proper. Go fuck yourself. So we have a lot of calls on the line, 833-857-8665. We have about 10 minutes left here on CCK. We're going to get to all of them. But before the break, Jared and I were arguing about the Texas flag. Uh, we've got Cade in San Antonio. He wants to weigh on this, and then we'll get back to the Yankees and the dynasties. What's up, hey. Cade? How's it going? Oh, we're doing all right. How are you? Doing pretty well. Um, so I actually I go to school out in San Antonio, and I've moved from Louisiana, and I was like, baffled when i saw that they actually like fly the flag at the same height i have never seen it flown higher though so i just i think it is bullshit though that they fly it at the same height thanks for the call kate yeah i mean that's the thing it's like jared i don't know what angle you were standing at but the fact that they even do fly it at the same height is crazy like that alone is is weird but texas i mean you could make the argument texas like they think that they could be their own country no they definitely do they want to be didn't they try? Like the whole seceding Multiple thing? Multiple times. Oh, yeah. It's, yeah, yeah. it's a history thing. Um, but no, nah, no, you definitely can't fly the Texas flag higher. Let's get back to the dynasties and the Yankees. We've got Frank in Maryland that says he has a great franchise that no one's ever heard of. What up, Frank? Hey, how y'all doing? We're doing so, yeah, I played uh, youth football when I was a kid in Texas. We were 97, 98, 99, Turf Bowl champions. Well, Let's go. We made it to Turf Bowl all three years, but in 99, we lost it. Damn, that sucks. High school college football. Or I mean, high school Texas football, Jared. That's what that was. I mean, like, that's a big deal down there. It's a, it's arguably. Aren't there like some than, stadiums that have like 10,000 for their capacity for oh, yeah. like, high school? There are high school stadiums in Texas that look 
or that are, are bigger than some college stadiums. That's crazy. There are towns like I mean, obviously not the For big high school. Obviously, yeah. I mean, Friday Night Lights is a real thing down there. It's like you not obviously in the big cities like Dallas or Houston or Austin or whatever. Like you're not going to shut down the whole city, but there are towns in Texas that completely shut down on Friday nights yeah. because everybody is at the, at the high school football game. When I used to pitch for Saugus high, uh, people, we probably would have like between like seven to 8,000 people would show up. I don't believe that on the days I didn't pitch. Like nobody would come. Yeah. I don't believe that. No, <laughs> that's right. That's right. <laughs> we've got, is it maize in Maine? You've got an example of why the Yankees are soft. Yeah. The Yankees are just terrible. Uh, one of the Yankees players will be at an event in November and we've already received an email since Saturday that we are not allowed to discuss any MLB postseason, or we can lose our jobs. Wait, just, he's just going to be there. Oh, he just hung up. That is crazy. If that's true. The caller said he's affiliated with a company or he's, he works for a company that's affiliated with one of the Yankee stars. I don't know if he wants to know who that was cause he didn't mention it. Yeah. But- and so he's just not allowed to talk about baseball with this Apparently guy? Apparently they got a memo that said they're not allowed to bring up the postseason. That is ridiculous. They're not allowed to bring up the postseason at all? No. Like, or they lose their jobs at this event with this Yankee guy. You got to listen to calls. I mean, I do, but I mean, it's, that's, that's a little weird. Sam in Boston, what's up? Uh, I just wanted to call about that guy who said uh, he had the Yankees were the best dynasty. And uh, I just wanted to remind him that the Yankees aren't even the best 20-year dynasty in the tri-state area. When over here, we got UConn women's basketball pulling in championships every single year. That's actually a legitimate point. Gino, yeah, I mean, he's kind of a big deal. And I'm a Jet fan, so I never want to come out and support the Patriots. But didn't Bledsoe make it to a Super Bowl before Brady was there? So the, all that guy's points are just far from the truth. Listen, Sam, thank you for the call. It was a 96. He, that guy had no idea what he was talking about. But also I love when the UConn women's basketball team comes into it because people can make that argument. No, hundred percent. Which is, it's just like people forget about like if that. If you're going to bring up like Alabama football, then you definitely have to bring up UConn women's Women. basketball for sure. I love it. A lot of calls coming in. 833-857-8665. We only have a few more minutes, but we'll get, try to get to all of them. Tyler in North Dakota. What do you got? I got the greatest uh, dynasty ever. Uh, forget about the Harlem Globetrotters. That, that is true. They are very I mean, good, and they've been good you, for a long that? time. Oh, have they ever lost? I don't think so. I don't think so. I think they've won every so, single game they've ever played. All right, just tell me I take I the cake that. and the Yankees suck, and I'm good with that. Yeah, I mean, these are all great calls, Jared. Yeah, I don't know that. Have the Harlem Globetrotters ever no, lost? I have no idea. I don't think. I feel like that would be a big story. Zach, can you look that up? Thank you. I want to say they might have. They... I, I have no clue. Yeah, they lost to uh, the the New Jersey Reds, a hundred to ninety nine on January the fifth, nineteen seventy one. Nineteen seventy. I mean, by one Martin, point, Tennessee. By one point. Wow, that's incredible. By the way, greatest greatest dynasty. Uh, I just want to throw my my pick in there. Yeah, uh, across all sports. Probably the greatest, greatest, actually greatest dynasty across all sports, the New Zealand All Blacks. So since since 1900, they have won almost 80% of their games. Since 1900? So that is 80% of their games since 1900. Is that rugby? Yes, that is rugby. I mean, you can't argue against that. Are they playing against children? How do you have that much of a success rate over 100 plus years? They are just bad men. They're bad motherfuckers. 
Yeah, so whatever that guy's name with your Yankees 25-year thing, take that, shove it up your ass. Yeah, up your ass. Zaz rugby team's been doing it for 119 years. Mm -hmm. Let's fucking go, baby. (laughs) Semi-final this weekend. I was really worried that I did that math wrong. What? 119 years? (laughs) Yeah. No, you nailed it. I know. Yeah. But in my head, I was like, shit, I probably fucked that up. Got Brandon in Dallas. What do you got on Texas high school stadiums? Casey, I'm sure you're aware of it, but where Kyler Murray played in Allen, they can seat 18,000 and it costs about $60 million to build it. Allen's football stadium looks like it should be at some tiny little college and they just, I, people just forget that it's high school. It's insane. Yeah, Jared, look it up. I want to go to one of those games. Like, I want, why? No, I said, I I think we could probably make that happen. Yeah. But, like, like what are like the hotbeds? Is it just any Texas high school football? I hate that term. That gives gives me, like, ew. I don't like that at all. Well, what are the hotbeds, Casey? They're in Texas. I mean, really, you can find them anywhere, but obviously, like, the Dallas Fort Worth area. Like, that's where Kyler, he just brought up Allen, which is outside of Dallas. That's where Kyler is. South Lake Carroll for a long time was there. We can really go anywhere. I mean, there's a ton of them in Houston. But if you want to like the true Friday Night Lights experience, like yeah. it depends. You want like the big glitzy glamour one, then you got to go to like a Metroplex. Yeah. If you want like the true Friday Night Lights from the movies yeah. thing, we got to go to like Midland, Odessa. All right. So if you're listening, tweet me the hotbeds for. Ew, I hate that. High Stop. school football in Texas. Hotbeds well, it's only. T- t- Texas nothing, high school football bullshit. is good everywhere. Yeah. It's also very well, good in I California want, like, the and big in Florida. Stadiums that get packed. Oh well, I can tell you those. Yeah, I want like Saugus High packed. How many people live or how many people go to Saugus High? Like 250. Total? I think it's like, I think like my class is like 300, maybe like low end 300, high 200s, low 300s. That's actually bigger than I thought it would be. Why? Saugus is, I mean, that's the place to be. Whatever. Take one more call. We got Tanner and Augusta. Tanner, we've got just about 30 seconds. So what's up? If we're talking about the greatest dynasties in all of sports, what about Rafa Nadal with the French Ooh. Open? Ooh. And then you start getting in like the individuals. Individual, yeah, I feel like dynasty has to be team because then like then I'd be a dynasty. I mean, nobody's taken away from the Yankees dynasty, but they're they're definitely not a dynasty right now. All right, thanks so much for listening to CCK. Kevin will be back tomorrow. I'm sure they're going to continue the Yankees hate. We'll talk about Monday Night Football, Patriots, Jets tonight fights, and Kevin will be out there. So if you're out at MetLife, go see him. Stay hot. College kids, listen up. I know you're on a budget. I know the wallet isn't too fat. I know that you're probably scrounging your money together to get beer and to get food, to go out and have fun. But think about this. For $4, you can get yourself SiriusXM. And then that's another form of entertainment for just 4 bucks. That means you don't have to spend money elsewhere, which means you could stack away your other cash for more booze and parties and a good time. So it's kind of two birds with one stone. 4 bucks gets you endless hours of entertainment. You can, watch, uh, you can listen to CCK. You can listen to Barstool Radio. You can listen to all of the Barstool lineup. You can listen to Howard Stern. You can listen to any major games. You can listen to music. You can listen to the comedy channel. So for 4 bucks, you get endless hours of entertainment, which means you don't have to spend money elsewhere going to the movies or doing anything else that's too expensive and then all the money you save can go towards alcohol and partying sounds good to me yeah serious x slash kfc is the promotion uh you can listen to the entire serious channel all the satellites all the everything in the universe that they broadcast you can listen to for just four dollars and you can save all that money for everything else partying in your college life go to serious xm.com slash kfc four dollars per month on SiriusXM.com slash kfc right now if you're a student four dollars go get it 
We're back. 833-85-SOUL is the phone number. We are talking about the massacre at MetLife last night. Um, I was there at the game. It was the worst loss I've ever seen with my own eyes. It was one of the worst losses I've ever seen, period. Mm-hmm. Right up there with the butt fumble game and a couple of the other absolute mockeries that the Jets have had over the years. The fact uh, that you can like talk about the Jets right now while like World War Three is happening outside of like this window here. Yeah, we got a scene in the office. Uh, we're doing a uh, Nerf capture the flag. Event. It's just like these are just not the Nerf guns that we grew up with. Like these are like automatic they're weapons. Zipping, they, yeah. But the, like, like you know I what? Like, earlier, they're, the, they're round balls, but they look like long like arrows because they're shot. Yeah. Like they go so fast. I, and we talked about it off the top of the show. It's like not like they've made these little Nerf balls any softer because they're going at a million miles an hour. Yeah. They hit you just as hard. It's yeah, funny watching everybody. Like everyone's like a little kid right now. Everyone's yeah. giddy and smiling and running and goofing and playing. Oh I don't know what it is about watching. Brandon Walker and Dan interact in these types of things. They already have like a weird relationship as it is. They do like little dad dates and whatever. The two of them right now are so much fun to watch because they're on opposing teams. They're screaming at each other. They're insulting each other and they're shooting each other with. I'll tell you what, Big Big Ev is a nimble little dude. He's he's out here. He's light on the feet. He's like a ballerina. Who? uh, Big Ev? Big Ev. Oh, yeah. He's very, uh, he's very Very agile. Did you see? So we were talking about between because it's like a tournament. There's like multiple matches or whatever. The poor interns that are having to walk around and pick these up by hand. Did you notice how sad of a visual that was? The it interns are picking it up? It wasn't like there was like a massive broom or, or like some sort of suction thing. There are literally interns just walking around picking <laughs> one by one up by hand. I mean, at least like get like a dustpan or something. Ronan and Caleb are in all <laughs> yellow. They look like bananas, like head to toe with yellow glasses, too. I just, it is. Whatever they do, they're matching outfits. Yeah. Like, I just want to know. Like, Roan without a hat, by the way, becomes a different human. Yeah, he a really does. Same thing with, standing with Frankie. Frankie yeah. and Roan, when he has that hat, when he has no hat, he has like that comb over going. <laughs> like, if you show me Roan without a hat, you tell me that's the battle rap champion of the world. <laughs> yeah. I'd be like, get the fuck out of here. Yeah, he looks he puts like a hat he, on. It's like, okay. Yeah. He looks like he works at. Um, What's that place? Kinko's? Yes. <laughs> yes. He could be in like the Chappelle skit, like Popcorn. Yeah. <laughs> by the spider being the judge of this after the debacle of field day is crazy and too. he's uh, he's intense he is passionately screaming at people and there's a guest coming in right now he's like what the fuck his guest spider is, like, is the angel of hernandez of barstool <laughs> <laughs> he really just has he just botches every event and nobody and like, <laughs> we just keep we're shotting him back out there major league baseball is just like whatever i mean i know i know we're not supposed to talk about him but I mean, Francis laid Spider Dude, out he at field day because yeah, he of how bad his We're not supposed to talk was. about that? I don't think we're supposed to talk about Francis. Oh. We're not? Yeah, he tackled the shit out know. of him. I don't know these rules. I just yeah. be careful. But, I mean, this whole thing is crazy. Oh! Oh! Uh, there's, I believe, a victory <laughs> in this round. So, uh, I, I believe we're going to have to have... A, a lot of high-stepping uh, going on. Yeah. A lot of people running out of breath. People are enjoying it. Um, I don't know when the video will be out, but this will be some must-watch stuff. Um, <laughs> you can hear let's him. get to these calls. Alan's been on the line for a minute. What's up, Alan? Hey, how you doing? Terrible. How about hey, you? Hey, thanks for taking my call. Uh, listen, I'm a Jets fan. I'm you know, not knocking anybody. You know, when you're born in 1985 and you've seen a lot of losses, um, you got to go back decades when the Patriots, um, you know, it, although they're on a great run, you know, they were, you could go up game day and buy the best seats in the house for decades. Right. So, you know, people do have faith. You know what I mean? This coach is, he's doing no, he's doing no adjustments at all. 
I saw them run Bell. They got a 12-yard run out of Bell last night, and then they ran that same play like four times. So he's really, it's nothing's creative. You know, no, he I was, mean, he was, listen, the, the, uh, the people who are like out on, on Sam Darnold, fuck off. Like, it's I, I agree, 100%. 16 games into his career, some have been good, some have been bad. This one was epically bad. Some of them have been like epically good. Time to, you know, we need to give that kid time. Adam Gase can get the fuck out of town, man. I was looking at my guy, Joe Caparoso's tweet. He's, he does uh, the Jets stream, turn on the Jets. And he, he laid out the numbers. Adam Gase has coached 55 games. He has a 430 winning percentage, and he has 24 double-digit losses. He's just not a good coach. The proof is in the pudding, man. And he had that one season in Miami that people point to, and that's it. And otherwise, well, I haven't seen a fucking thing, man. And they bring Khalil back out of out of retirement, and he won't bench him. You know what I mean? He's not playing well. He's not holding the line. You got other guys behind him that can, that were playing serviceably last year. This guy comes out of retirement. Make an adjustment for anybody. Make yeah, a fucking adjustment. adjustment, man. It's like if if Sam Darnold goes out there and balls, and the defense plays well, he's all good. And if they don't, he just goes down with the ship. There's no. He's not like adding any value. And you watch you watch Belichick last night smirking on the sidelines. And it's just well, like that was another thing they didn't they didn't even take he didn't even take the penalties I, I you know, know what I mean? he and he let I mean, I, mean, I mean did you hear Belichick in his post game where he was like so, smirking yes, yes. at the, uh, the reporters being like you know I was able to run a minute off the clock without doing a goddamn yeah. thing yeah, like, he's like it's just that's yeah. uh, that's in the rule book and yeah. uh, maybe they should look into that <laughs> yeah <laughs> he's I mean so and, and like could you imagine Adam Gase in that scenario Adam Gase is just such a clown with like remember when he did the smelling salts. And like, yep. the, remember that? Like yes. game, game one, eyeballs, first, first fucking, I, think it was, I want to say it was preseason, right? I think it was, I think it was, training I think it was camp. week one preseason. Yeah. It was like football's back and he pops the Snelling salt and he was like, <sighs> like, oh, it's like what PMT does is a fucking joke he's doing for real. And like, then the, the press conference did him no favors, but you're right, Alan, I'm with you, man. Zero it's, favors it's, at the press conference. I mean, I mean, we, we have, we have hope just like the Patriots fans are on a great run, obviously better than any other team in history, but you know what? I mean, they do do one o'clock, you know, fireworks. They do the, they the do. first down thing is piped in. Oh yeah, one o'clock. It's you know daylight out. The fireworks are going off yeah. because you know they're they're trying to bring some type of a semblance of an experience, whether it's right. a good one or a bad one. Well, at the end of the day, they're the at thing. least trying. I got to give them that. You know what I mean? I, I get that. I totally understand that. Thanks for the call, Alan. And I know that you know it's a it's an expensive thing, and a lot of people out there save up for like a year and they bring their family and then they're like, well, we're not going to just sit here and pout because we're getting our dicks blown off. We're going to have, you know, we came I mean, here, we spent less money. Let's have a good time blown out. And you score zero points. I think that that like you're on the right side to be like, Hey, we should probably shut right. the fuck up. Right. But, like you it's know, different but, if but it's, as a, you know, what do you want? Do I want the PA to like play fucking funeral music? Like I know, I know you got to do what you got to do, do something, yeah. but there is some sort of, he would girl when makeup gets on your shit. What oh. happened? I had a guest earlier. They were wearing makeup, and then you know we hug goodbye and got all yeah. that bronzer and shit on me. There's nothing worse than like when you're like dating a girl on that wears pillow. like a shit ton of makeup, and then like you're making out, and the next thing you know, it's like you go in the bathroom, you're like, "Babe, you got some makeup wipes?" Because like I look like fucking. <laughs> I, like put, I was just on NBC. I tonight. got foundation on right yeah. now. Yeah. Uh, anyway, the uh, worst is when it's all over your sheets. Yeah. Fuck yeah. my sheets. Get it off my face. <laughs> well, it's easier to clean your face than wash it your sheets. Burn, makeup wipes burn. What? Makeup wipes? Yeah. They burn. 
I don't know what makeup wipes you're using, but I had never in my you're entire life. You're probably using like Clorox wipes. Yeah, you were probably <laughs> like using something face. that you like use on your toilet. I, I, I have. No, no, uh, they're no, like no. super soft. Makeup like, wipes like, are very good for your face. Very moisturizing, very soft. But like they have, it's a burning sensation. No, Jared, I don't know what you were using. Makeup wipes. I fucking, I did TV. When I first came to New York, I did like a couple TV spots here in New York and they have like. They like put you in makeup and then after you're done, you come off and they give you makeup wipes. And I can like guarantee I'm- you those were like the shittiest makeup wipes of all time. Cause like the makeup wipes that like girls use at home, like feel so good on your face. Really? Yes. My face burned. I also have very sensitive skin on my face. <laughs> so my face is red all the time. Who says we can't do everything here on CCK talking football <sighs> and makeup wipes, baby. Yeah. Let's talk to David. He's got a question for me. What's up, Dave? <laughs> Hey, I just wanted to know if you really thought there would be a different scoreline to last night's game. I Absolutely. heard you talking about how yeah, I did not expect was, a, a shutout. Did you? I mean, I didn't expect a shutout. Yeah. I expected at least like a 20 to 25 point victory. Yeah, I mean, I don't know why. I mean, like there was a 10 point spread for a reason. There was nobody out here who was saying it was going to be a 25 but, point game. But, but it, I mean, even the Jets with, I'm not saying the Jets without Darnold are the, are the same team than the Jets with Darnold because they're a much better team. I mean, they didn't show it last night, but they are a much better team. And But the Patriots, this might be the best Patriots team that Tom Brady played on besides, like, the Randy Moss era teams. No, I mean, that was not the story going in. Like, that that's the talk today, but the story going in was that Tom Brady's offense is not clicking, that, like, they're playing very disjointed, that the defense was carrying things, and then all of a sudden they have one more victory. And the whole time I'm sitting there saying, what the fuck are you guys talking about? I look down there. Feidelberg assured me. He's like, if you watch the game, you can see what they're talking about. A lot of weird play calling, a lot of th- like a lot more three and outs. And I'm looking at it going 43 points, 33 points, 28 points, 44, 40 points, blowing guys out. I don't see it at all. And then they, they have this one win. And all of a sudden, the story today is how Tom Brady has more victories than the Jets, how they have the widest margin of victory from like any team ever. And a lot of that is the defense because this defense, I believe, is historically good. But there was no talk going into this game about it being like what it was. I mean, I, I didn't hear from anybody. There's a reason why Vegas didn't say it. Nobody here at Barstool thought it. I don't know uh, where you may have seen it, but, you know, and then it's one of those things like in hindsight. Yeah, it's one of the most unbelievable, believable things. Of course, the Jets got their fucking uh, completely emasculated by the Patriots on primetime television. Yeah, that always seems to happen. But going into it, I mean, I was expecting to hopefully cover. I was never thinking I'm going to win, I mean, but I thought we could make it close. And I think a lot of people did, too. I think I think I think a Jets. I think a good way of comparing, the, especially this year, is is think about the Mets playing a weekend primetime series against the Braves. They're gonna just because of the way the teams are, they're gonna get they're gonna lose because the Mets always lose to the Braves. I'm sorry to bring that up. Yeah, but I get that, it but is. it didn't really. The Jets, the I mean, Jets that, always. Yeah, they do, the but Jets not really. Have, the like, Jets always do kind of play the Patriots close as well. Like they'll have their blowouts, but they're you know the Jets are one of the few teams that would have, let's say, quote-unquote, success against the Patriots. So it kind of it cuts both ways, and now looking back at it, it looks like, yeah, duh, obviously. But it really wasn't the case uh, before that. Dylan from Manhattan. What's up, Dylan? Hey, KFC, Casey, Paramus, thanks for having me on. Yeah. Um, I was at the game last night, and I think, I mean, you touched on a little bit, but there was nothing, there's no sadder person in that stadium than Joe Nolan trying to get the crowd going on third down in first down. And I, I mean, they, they put him down. on the screen, too. Like, like they, they oh, let you so see him, and he's, like, behind the mic, and he's got that, that PA voice, and he's like, let's go, like, jet up and fucking first down. And it's just – it's like the, the Yankees kid the other day. 
They, the dude trying to pump up the crowd. Everyone's like, just shut the just fuck up, dude. Just sit down, dude. Uh, you know, and I, of course, that's his job. What's he going to do? But do you, do you, do you so, understand what I'm saying, so Dylan? Like, like when I look around and I see some of those fans and I know like I'm one of them and I shouldn't be like shitting on them. But I see some of these guys and I'm like, this is a sad, sorry sight. Well, there was a there was a woman behind me in a green afro yelling from the kickoff yes, in, the, in the first quarter. Exactly, and Shit she like was that. going the whole time. I'm talking. We're deep into the third, and she was going the whole time. Yeah, especially it once was, it, once it's a blowout. It's like I mean, I can understand confidence going in, but once it's a blowout, shut the fuck up. Yeah, <sighs> <laughs> that says it all, man. Thanks for the call. I, you know. To each their own. You sell it. You, you watch and you 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 be a fan, however you want. But <sighs> but the Yankees lost. They did lose. The Yankees are not yeah, in the playoffs lions. anymore. Andy yep. from Houston's on the line. Okay. What do you got about the Yankees dynasty, Andy? Hey, so back when I was in college, I did a a huge project on like the most successful teams in baseball. And, you know, looking at payroll, playoff wins, and World Series wins. And from 2000 to 2015, by far, the Red Sox were the best team in baseball, doing all those variables put together. And the Yankees were down with, like, uh... We lost you there. But, yeah, yeah. listen, I don't need any advanced metrics to tell me that. The yeah, Yankees, uh, 18 and 19 years, have not won the World Series for a team that has their payroll and their expectations. Yeah. That's a colossal failure. The Red Sox, they've won several. Yeah, four. Four World Series. Yep. So, uh, yeah, they're better than the Yankees, no doubt. Well, look at this. Mike from New Jersey's on the line. He also thinks the Yankees are overrated. Okay, cool. What do you got, Mike? Hey, um, so I'm a big Yankees fan. I don't think they're overrated, but my grandfather uh, is from Ireland. And when uh, the Yes Network first came out, they started those commercials where I would say, uh, you're watching the network of the most winningest franchise in the world. Mm-hmm. And he his... Uh, his county in Ireland, apparently they have like 37 all islands, like their Super Bowl. So he started every single week writing letters to the Just Network, telling them that they were full of shit. And after like two years, they took the commercial off air. <laughs> I mean, I, I, I respect the commitment mm-hmm. and I respect anybody who has the, uh, the level of fandom like that. But I did get a tweet from uh, this Yankee fan, this chick, Catherine, put this tweet out. Let me know what you think about this, because this kind of ties into not only the Yankees conversation, but the type of fan that we're talking about. Mm-hmm. Uh, is Dan in like a wheelchair? No, he's just in a wheelchair. <laughs> so this girl, Catherine, tweeted, the Yankees are already harassing me to buy 2020 season tickets. Oh, I saw this. Here's my response. Catherine says, I was a season ticket holder for years, but after two failed seasons in a row, I could not be more enraged. I have zero interest in acquiring season tickets until I see that the Steinbrenners care about winning rather than selling $12 Bud Lights and mediocre starting pitching. I am devastated to see the team I love with all my heart become so uh, become so close become so close these past three seasons. If by some miracle Hal Steinbrenner decides he wants to man up and get starting pitching, please contact me right away. Yeah, I'm sure she's high up on that list when they decide to do that. Now, she's absolutely right that they did not go get starting pitching. No, and that, but, they, but that didn't cost them in that series. It, but it could have been an entirely different dynamic had they had a guy who went deep, had like, they had a like guy who, who was like an automatic win. They were going to trade for Marcus Stroman. He wasn't good after the trade. Facts, but... Uh, who, else is, who else could you have went and got? I guess well, you could I have mean, paid Patrick Corbin. Does the Patrick problem Corbin is, get you past the Astros? The problem is, like, that's a little bit hindsight where... 
and, and unless you unless you're gonna say you know Cashman you know knows a guy like Strowman is wasn't ready to perform and all that I know they had their little back and forth so maybe he did but to not make any move when you know you have a weakness like that is bizarre I, I mean I I somewhat agree but on the other hand like you don't make a move just, just to, make to make a, a move. move like you make the right move if you can and like I remember all yeah. the dickhead Yankee fans in the office they were like dude, we're going to go get Max Scherzer. It's like, yeah. no, you're fucking not. Like, but like, you're not. I know. Did the, did the, did the Giants like fully pull Bumgarner off the market? Like if, no, if the Yankees came the, through and the like. The Giants got fucked. They fucked themselves. Because right, they, they thought they were in the hunt, they right? Got, they got hot. They got within like two or three games of the wild card, even though they had no chance of winning a World Series. So they cost them their chance. But like flip. had the Yankees showed up with like a serious offer, would they, or they were like, no, we're going for it? The Giants are just like a weird or well, not weird, but like there's, totally a, it makes sense. Themselves. They're not. They were gonna, out of it like a week later too yeah it went quick yeah but like madison Baumgartner is a legend in san francisco and so is like buster posey and guys like that so they're not training them off yeah Yeah. like they would rather sacrifice getting like pieces that could help them in the future for like their yeah to not trade yeah like a guy like madison well there's some value to that when you've when they've already won you a title multiple titles uh so i i can i can understand the gripe though yes you know maybe they didn't uh, maybe there wasn't a move to be made, but the larger picture of like as much as I'm shitting on them, and I do believe that they are a regular season team who always chokes in the playoffs. To write like a scathing Ugh. email saying you're enraged, devastated, and that the Yankees worse. aren't trying to win. Like, let me come know. on. I dude. understand that's like one of those. You answers, go, like, go, let go, me send know, that but... to a fucking Marlins fan and see how they feel about yeah. it. The Marlins management not trying to those win. People suck over you know, there. I mean, they're they're bad people. And by the way. It makes sense they're already asking for you to buy season tickets. The season's over. Yeah. That's not a New yeah, York Yankees thing. They're already harassing me. They sent an email saying, good morning. Would you like to re-up? Yeah, you know, that's not, not a New harassing. York Yankees thing. That's a sports team, franchise, organization, whatever you want to say. Thing. It just doesn't surprise me, though, because at every turn, Yankees fans will be terrible. Whether mm-hmm. you know they're in the bathroom throwing beer cans at people, whether they're pouring uh, beer on the opposing fans, mm-hmm. or whether they're being unrealistic, spoiled brats yeah. and, and proudly posting it on Twitter. For sure. Uh, no matter what, at Disgusting every behavior. turn, it's like when they should be, uh, 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 like humble, they're arrogant when they should be maybe a little cocky, they're fucking crying. It's, it's, they just don't know how to behave. They don't know how to, uh, I was going to say like, they don't know how to handle success. They don't know how to handle not being successful. They don't know how to handle failure. They don't know how to, and they don't know how to handle success either. Yeah. Oh, you missed the call yesterday. I just realized Kevin wasn't on when that guy called and got mad that, we didn't understand why the Yankees were the best destiny or dynasty best for dynasty. 25 yeah, years. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What, was, what was that? What was his argument? He, he, well, well, he said the Patriots weren't the best dynasty because they sucked for 10 years. And I was like, well, they didn't. And he said, well, you don't know what the fuck you're talking about. And I was well, like, no, well, but I mean, the Patriots did have their drought, but then they, they've not been they, in the playoffs two times since Tom Brady's. Been yeah. Like, even when they were, well, like, but what are we calling a dynasty? I mean, what are we calling a win, drought? You have to win just titles. because they didn't win a Super Bowl. Yeah. I for mean, a dy- like they, but they he were, was saying, he dynasties was, are championships. He, was I saying, guess, he like said even, for twenty five years. He said, "What has had? What team has had a better dynasty in a twenty five yeah. year span than the Yankees?" And he went on this whole thing about the Yankees and how it's not even close. And I mean, obviously, we had people calling in about the Celtics in the sixties and whatever. But I was like, "Well, I would say right now the Patriots dynasty in Definitely. the last twenty years." And he's like, "Well, that's yeah. not twenty five. I was like, "Well, it's since Tom Brady's been there." And he's like, "Well, they sucked for ten years." I was like, "Well, no, they were still making it to the fucking no, they didn't playoffs. suck. They just but, weren't winning but, the Super Bowl." Yeah, I mean. When when you're on the level that, that these franchises are, a drought is not winning a title. Yeah, but would you yeah, say there, the Yankees have a better droughts. dynasty than the Patriots right now? No. Okay, that, that was. The but whole I mean, I like mean, the last twenty five. If, if, if you're going to expand it to twenty five, does that include all the, the '90s championships? Yeah. 
I mean, I guess so. It's just like this one, the Yankees one would be front loaded and the Patriots one is kind of back loaded. The Patriots one's more like stable. I also think that there's more to the Patriots dynasty because it was done with the same coach and quarterback. And and football is a like notoriously hard sport to repeat in, to even make it back. The Super Bowl hangovers are real. The salary cap's a disaster. Oh, yeah. There's not many teams that that like just like dynasties are hard to come by now. Yeah. I mean, the way they are, it's like full blown parody where, you know, teams that win might not make the playoffs next year and teams that are six and 10, you know, turn into 12 and four overnight sort of yeah. thing. Uh, so, uh, he's not here because he's playing and capture the flag, but he came over the top rope with, was it a rugby team? Yeah, yeah, yeah. They've made the... They've won 80% of their games since 1900. 1900, Kevin. <laughs> yeah, we had, that's almost blacks. just like... They, they, oh, the All Blacks said that? Yeah, I mean, I, I even I know the All Blacks. I didn't know it was on that level. But. We we had people calling in about their own, like, youth football leagues. Like, that's how much of an asshole this guy I mean, was. But I mean, he, the, the Rocket, you know, he, he's, he was out there tossing no hitters. Well, Shit. that's what I said. I said, like, if we're talking... Because someone called in about, like, a tennis player, and I was like, well, if we're talking individuals, then I'm a dynasty as well. Yeah, somebody called in about Nadal. <laughs> Joe, real quick before our break, what do you got on the Yankees? Uh, well, uh, being a Yankee fan, after watching what I've seen, I wasn't surprised that they lost. Uh, Houston was a better team. However, like you said early on, they had plenty of opportunities yeah. to, to, to hit runners in. and No doubt. And their pitching wasn't even, you know, what pissed me off was their pitching was, was their starters were doing fine. well. I, I know. Tanaka I mean, that's, and, that's baseball, Susan, where, you know, your strengths become well, your weaknesses. Your weaknesses become your strengths. Sorry to cut you off quickly, but we do have to hit the break. Uh, that's why the playoffs are a different fucking animal. And that's why uh, if you're not clutch like the Yankees aren't, you ain't going to get there. Are Yankees fans going to act like they're not watching the World Series? Probably. Yeah, yeah. I'm sure. I bet you they won't. They, you know, they're not they're not real fans. Yeah, that's true. They're just they're just terrible people. Mm-hmm. Let's hit a break. Hour number two coming up after halftime here on CCK. I almost got drunk at school at 14 Where I almost made out with the homecoming queen Who almost went on to be Miss Texas But lost to a slut with much bigger breasts I almost dropped out to move to L.A. Where I was almost famous for almost a day Stitchfix.com is the easiest, most convenient, most affordable way to keep your wardrobe updated with the times, with the seasons, and uh, it's the easiest way to make sure you're looking fresh every day. What it does is they mail you a box of clothing items uh, every single month, and you get to keep what you like, send back what you don't. It's as easy as that. You don't need to go shopping. You don't need to go out to the mall. What is this, the 1800s? You're going to drive to the mall, find a parking spot, go to a store, like a department store where they harass you. You're going to have salespeople bothering you, trying to upsell you. No, 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 none of that. You're going to do it all from the comfort of your own home. But you don't know what you're talking about, let's say, right? Most guys, they don't know what's in fashion. They don't know what's going to look good. They don't know what to pair with what. That's where Stitch Fix comes in. They hit you with a uh, fashion expert and... uh, they do all the hard work for you, and they mail you a box every month. Uh, it can be shirts and pants. It can be innerwear, outerwear. It could be shoes. It could be accessories. And every single month, it's going to fit the fashion trends, what's in season, weather-wise, and uh, what fits you because you make your own personal profile uh, on, the, on the website so everything fits you and is exactly to your liking. Go to stitchfix.com slash KFC. And you can get a quarter off when you keep all the items in your first box. 25% off. You just go to stitchfix.com slash KFC. Keep all the items in that first box. Get 25% off. And make sure your wardrobe stays up to date and in style with none of the work. And in a convenient and affordable way. Stitchfix.com slash KFC. 
Big announcement today, Rocket. Oh, shit. What's going on? Answer the internet. Oh. The game comes out. Wow. A week from today. I can't wait. Yeah. We took the 500 best questions from the... from the eight years of KFC Radio and huh. the best of season one of Answer the Internet on YouTube, and we put it into a card game. So, huh. Cards Against Humanity, we're coming for that ass. Love that. What's the other one? What the meme or whatever? Fuck off. The new party game is here, and anybody who ever thought they played like an edgy, crazy card game, move over because mm. we're going to be talking about fucking your mom oh. and killing your dad <laughs> and murdering people Getting and all sorts of dad. shit. Yeah. I, think yeah. I, t- I told you before I was even able to tell my friends that you guys were making the card game, my girlfriends in Texas will put answer the internet on TV while they like pregame and party you, it's and the they'll best, have to answer them. The pre like the huh. pregame scene, bachelor and bachelorette party scene, uh, any sort of, you do like a game night, or if you're just hanging out in your dorm, you your also apartment. have to be degenerates. Oh yeah, but that's the thing. Here's the thing. It's the best. Everybody is a little bit degenerate. Oh yeah, yeah for sure. Everybody deep down is a degen, and whether or not you celebrate it, like me and my idiot co-host, or maybe some people embrace it a little more. Some people hide from it. Some people pretend. You start playing that game, your mom will be answering questions, and the old ladies in your family are jumping in, and people who are all like prim and proper and conservative will be like, "Well, now wait a second, because it's fun. It's yeah. funny." And you got to let your hair down a little bit, and you got to relax. You can't be uptight about it. But we picked the 500 best ones. Uh, we got like it's all. You can if you check my Twitter. There's pictures of it. It's all official. It's gonna be sold at Walmart. It's gonna be sold at wow. Amazon. Yeah, Walmart, Walmart, bro. It's Damn. A big, so that Walmart money, Kevin. Dude, we yeah. had we had a meeting with Walmart. I don't even know if I'm supposed to say this, but it's a funny story. So I'm gonna. <laughs> we were we went into the meeting, and our merch people were like, "Don't get your hopes up. This is like a pipe dream." I just I was able to get them to take the meeting like, you know, we got to take it. We'll see what happens. So um, we take the meeting and they eventually they ask us how many units we have and we tell them how many we produced and they like turn and look at each other and basically start laughing at us. And they were like, "Uh, okay, well, we thought you were going to make this many. And it was 25 times the amount that we made. Jesus. And, you know, we went in hoping, like, maybe Walmart will give us the time of day. And they were like, uh, we want this game. Like, how many units can you give us? Like, it was not a, like an if. It was just like a how much are we going to get to sell? Is it like, they were like, ask, you know, yeah. like, how many are you going to sell? Like, can we get in on that? Right. Walmart saying that shit. So that's when we realized. Like, Is it exclusive to Walmart then? No, no. It'll be on Amazon. It'll be sold on, on Barstool. And it'll be sold. Uh, Spencer Gifts has it, like, on their shelves. Like, a small quantity. But Shout out you know, Spencer. Yeah, right? Yeah. For all the people still going to the mall. Hell all yeah. People still yeah. Getting, Spencer's was the shit If you're out there. The if, listen, if you're going to go buy a lava lamp and some black light poster. Bob Marley t-shirt. Bob Marley t-shirt. Maybe some like, uh, incense. You know, some like, fluffy like, handcuffs. Yeah. Like, yeah. like those Ooh. penis straws. Oh yeah. yeah. Also grab yourself. Answer the internet. One <laughs> stop shop. Yep. For all of those things. The ATI game is here. So it'll be in several like, uh, you know, uh, whatever you call it outlets. But, uh, is it like, do you score it? Yeah. So there's, there's rules. Like there's gameplay. I envision it like event, you know, what you're going to do is just grab the deck and you rattle through it and you answer people, you ask people questions, but there's a judge. And there's three types of questions. There's answer the internet, poll the internet, and debate the internet. So poll the internet, we tweeted out all of the questions, all 500 of them, and we got Barstool Reader's consensus. So that question is kind of more like you're answering 
what did the audience answer? You know, would did, did the majority of the audience say they would take the money or go to jail or whatever it is? So you're not just answering; you're answering how the the population would answer. There's debate the internet, which is a much more clear cut like this or that sort of thing, and then there's answer the internet, which is like your own your own thoughts, which is what I really like about it because like you know, Cards Against Humanity took like the whole scene by storm, but that's really just like matching mixing and matching like they ask a question which cards do you have in your hand right you, you know the only creativity is like how do you, how which, do you which ones you put together right this is like you this is your own thoughts your own jokes your own feelings and that's why it gets really intense because it's like wait a minute you would you would actually do that you would actually like sleep with him or whatever it is so that's where it gets a lot more personal uh so there's three types of questions and uh, yeah, there's there's gameplay. I think I think you play to like eight if you're if you have this many people, eleven if it's this many people, fifteen if it's this many people. There's a, a drinking game version of it. There's a little instruction card, and it's well, all you know, very official. It would be very fun for a bunch of like to have a video of somebody that's super high doing it, oh, <laughs> like yeah. college kids like oh, in a I'm, dorm. I am sure we'll be getting those. I can't wait. Yeah, because like some like, of those questions that I'm people completely start like, screaming so, at each other, completely and shit. sober. I got into it with one of my girlfriends about like taking the money or fucking somebody recently. I'm like, yeah. I what do I because, care about what your answer? But is? because you learn something about your friends, where it's like. You would? Yeah. No. Yeah. Your dad versus your brother? No. Yeah. And you start screaming and fighting. And there's like no right or wrong. Well, sometimes there's a right or wrong answer. Yeah. But, uh, but I mean, if there's if the comedians and the celebrities uh, have uh, are any like indication of how wild some of the answers can get and how entertaining it can be, it's going to be. I think it's going to be massive. I think it's going to be very, very big. So that comes out uh, Tuesday, the 29th, next Tuesday. Uh, like I said, available everywhere. We ship to Canada. A lot of, I had a lot of people asking about Canada and the UK. I know that Barstool ships to Canada. I don't know. I'm sure Amazon ships to Canada, right? I don't I know. Think about, so. I don't know about don't Amazon know and Walmart. Amazon I know does. that we do, and I don't know about the UK either. I know we don't ship to the UK, but I don't know. These, these I'm worldwide sure people have Walmart to, right? and Amazon ship pretty much anywhere. I, I would imagine, but you never know. I mean, Amazon, so, you can buy something at 8 a.m. and it's at your by door like 10, by 10 a.m. <laughs> yeah, in New York, Crazy. it'll literally be there by the time lunch comes. It's also going to be a phenomenal gift for uh, the holiday season. That's Ooh. a great, like, you know, what do you get, like, your, your like, brother-in-law or some shit if you, have, yeah. if you do gifts like that? It's perfect. But I did realize it's like funny when, when somebody yeah. buys that for their family members and they've got like the super conservative family members like, oh, let's all play it. It's when, like, ooh. when grandma's <laughs> doing marry, fuck, kill on Christmas morning, like watch out. I'd be surprised. Most grandmas are down. With yeah, that. They, you're right. You're yeah. actually right. It's more like the aunts and the uncles. Yeah. yeah. Uh, so I'm very excited about that. It was definitely like a very when we when we did the Walmart meeting and when we. Uh, when we actually saw like the cards come to fruition and the design and stuff, we got very, uh, very excited. But I did realize that it's basically like my entire career and my entire worth has just been condensed to a five by seven box for twenty four ninety nine. Which is also like, great because if this first round is a hit, then you can re release like. Oh, new we cards. got we got expansion packs coming. Yeah. Uh, we we got it all set up. I'm sure one day this will be an app. Like we this this to me. Will, oh, an app. This to me will be my Saturdays are for the boys. Yeah. And this will be now Fights' second one. Yeah. Where we're like, motherfucker. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, this is going to be like a $100 million company on its own because right. we took over the, the, the gameplay market and we're just like, well, I got a, I got a bonus. Yeah. I got like a $5,000 bonus. <laughs> yeah. But whatever. In Congrats, a weird way. Though. Forget about the money. Yeah. It was more, it was more just like seeing because there because there are the, the haters of, of, of KFC radio and oh like the, and the KFC brand 
are always talking about like the, the the one knock is that it's like stupid childish questions and who cares about these hypotheticals and like guess what a lot of people do a lot of people like enjoy it it's like if you if you if you're cool and relaxed and you have a sense of humor yeah i'm not sitting here saying that the stuff that we do is going to like change the fucking world but i'm saying that there's a reason why the internet the why the videos go viral there's a reason why the fans keep calling in there's a reason why we still have i mean we have a, a master list of like upwards of three thousands of these questions oh, God. Well, and so we put together the 500 best yeah. but the and, they, and, it, and the best part is it just keeps growing so like, yeah. we're about to go do an episode we're gonna listen to 10 more voicemails i'm sure there'll be one that makes the cut there right. so it's it's like we're gonna continue basically every episode of the podcast and ati is like an advertisement for this game and every caller is is furthering it and now that we're like engaging in it more we used to just rely on the callers now we're coming up with our own hypotheticals and we're tweaking like classic internet ones mm-hmm. so you know it's it's been if there's like one knock that that the people who try to tear it down uh they, the one that they go to it's like well this game right here is proof positive that People do like that shit. Well, and yeah. and a lot of times, like when you do go to like, and I'm just going pregame style because like I that was my favorite part of like college and post college was like the pregame before yeah. you go out. So like, a lot of times you're. I looking, never wanted to leave the pregame. Like, right, why are we gonna like, go to the bar? Let's house here. parties. Yeah. Like, let's yeah. always stay here. You look for reasons for everybody that's there to get around the table. So whether mm-hmm. you're playing like you know presidents and assholes or ride the bus or mm-hmm. king's cup or whatever it's like you're just trying to get everybody to talk to each other but enjoy it and not that forced like so how's it going right. this is the kind of thing like hey we're all going to be basically playing never have i ever yes. to well, the millionth degree that's the other thing too is like it's great to play with mixed company where it's like yes. you're going to get girls being like i mean we were nikki glazer did one the other day and it was yeah. like would you rather have like regular sex blowjobs or anal sex you can only have one for the rest of your life it's like oh. you're sitting around the, the table with a bunch of pretty girls and like they're answering that kind of shit. You're like, like All OK, right. yeah. you know what I mean? Like yeah, it, nice to meet you it too, opens baby. a lot of doors so real girl. quick. You know, like, oh, me. Oh, anal sex. Me too, girl. Yeah. Like, but it's just like, so guess I, I'll yeah. give it. Yeah. And there are going to be a lot of people that are like shaming other people in a funny way. Like, yeah. you know, like it's like when you do never have I ever. And it's like, oh, damn, we all know that I'm going to have to put my finger down. And everyone's mm-hmm. like, oh, I remember that story. Mm-hmm. Like, that's what's going to happen. And you know what? The, the danger of these games uh, of this game is when you think you have like a normal answer when you're like. Oh yeah, like I'll you know I like I would I would uh, I would I would blow the guy and, uh, and yeah. everyone's like, uh, <laughs> no, you take the money and like you're the one idiot who thought you know oh everyone's gonna agree with me and they don't, but you know you do that to yourself or you know if you're doing it like on if you're making the video it's like there's no one really there to rebut you when you're around a table with your buddies your friends other girls other guys and you say something outlandish it's gonna garner a big time reaction. You I know what I just realized what? releasing. Barcel sports personalities into like actually like random houses or random rap parties and stuff playing this game would be very fun. Oh, I, I think mean, there's, I mean, I hope Willie that Cologne has a hostage, by he's the way. Got, <laughs> got actual hostage. The, the gun on Rome's neck, uh, the, the blaster on his shoulder as he like marches forward. Danielle is on her hands and knees poking her head out. I hope someone shoots her right in the face. Um, Feidelberg is actually moving around like he's exercised in the last. Yo, I guarantee he's going to be sore. He told me his back hurts. You're going to injure yourself. You're going to hurt yourself. Yeah. You got a breath. Back. He's sweating. You're, yeah. He's like, yeah, oh, I know, I know, I know. Well, but he's on now on this whole thing that he's going to the gym because we don't have that much longer till we're all in Miami. I know. It's less than 100 days. It was that 100 days on Friday, I think it was. So we're down. We're less than 100 days. Everybody's got to get in shape for that beach, when, baby. I, when I went back to that trainer on Friday, I, I couldn't walk all weekend. Yeah. I was, I was like embarrassingly sore. Did I tell you about the like the body measurements? I can't remember if I said this. No. Or not. Okay, so I did like uh, after our last session. I've been seeing. I just did went to this BMI. 
Yeah, I mm-hmm. just went to this trainer for two sessions, and I'm trying to get back. Oh, I should go to the gym today, but definitely don't have time for that. Oh, well, no. tomorrow. Diet starts tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Uh, and so at the, after the last session, he's like, oh, wait, we got to like take pictures so we can do like a before and after, and we got to get your official measurements. So I hop on one of those scales, and you grab like the bar, which I don't, I don't know. I don't know if I believe that. What? Like when you stand on the scale, you grab the bar, and it can give you the BMI and the this and the that. Like it reads your whole body. Yeah, I'm just like, weird. I don't know if I believe that, yeah, you know, I'm sure it can like, it's... but I'm sure it can approximate or whatever. So it gave me uh, a whole bunch of measures. But the one I remember is uh, what, what age do you think like that machine thought I was when I, when I grabbed oh, on? No, tell me it could be better. It could be worse than you think. <clears throat> you know what? I'm going to go the optimistic route. I'm going to, I'm going to say that it I'm thought, 35 in real life. I think the machine thought that you were 27. Definitely not. <laughs> Casey? 45? Closer. You were closer. Four, I'm a 49-year-old man. <laughs> oh, no. But I'm yeah, not 50. That was my, that's how Kevin. sick I am. My reaction was like, I'm in my 40s. That's fine. I'm 35. It said that I was in my 40s. That's not that big of a difference. Oh, now, God. it was fucking 49. But uh, what is that? Ba- like, what are, what are the again? I don't know. I mean, here. you know, I, I just it was on a scale like, and I grabbed the bar metal bar. BMI, yeah, gave me, like, sure. BMI, weight, yeah, weight. I mean, height. height, weight. I was I weigh less than I thought. Your how much heart do you think rate. I weigh? How much do you? I, I'm so bad at weight. I have I'm no six idea. Six feet tall. How much do you think I weigh? Are you? I'm actually like almost six one. I think you are six one. <laughs> I'm like six and three quarters. Which I mean, when I very stand next to you, you feel six one. Yeah, That's I, just, I just have like a six foot one presence, you know? Yeah. yeah. That's what How people say about me, but they're like, yeah, you kind of like, you feel six five. Mm. Mm. I think they say you feel five six. No, no, no. I think no. you got a they're little like, dyslexia no, like, going no, on you there. You feel. Six five. How how much do you think I weigh? I, I I thought I was I was weighing more. I mean, it's not crazy, but one ninety. Yeah, see, I was I'm one eighty four. Oh yeah. But John he, Feidelberg weighs like two twenty five. Yeah, but he's a he's a thick boy. Like I said, two fifteen when when Rhea punched him in the stomach, and he was like, "That was like a long time ago." Yeah, he's thick though. Yeah, he is thick. He carries it well, I think. Yeah, it's yeah. very. And he's also like very he's well like six three. So like you know, not like is he six three? He's like six two. Yeah, Maybe not tall. six three. He's six. He's probably six two. I don't think he's six three. He's not. 6'3", I gave him an inch but, there, huh? But he's like he's like six one six. He's got he's got a, an edge on me, and I'm six one. So, hmm. yeah, like maybe six four. I don't know. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, it was, uh, it was, it was pretty disheartening, uh, how sore I was. But how can much but can you reverse the age? Did they tell you that? He said, oh shit. Oh, can you go backwards? Shit. Surely you can. Yeah, yeah, sure. definitely. But I think, yeah, I think he was like, you know, we want to get you down to like 45 or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> like, like you're in, in the amount of time that we're like talking about. Yeah, yeah. I mean, listen, if I work out for a decade, uh, you know, I'll be a 27 year old again or something. Um, but I am, I'm so embarrassingly sore afterwards and i am addicted to theragunning myself i have yeah. a hypervolt sorry, what? what is that a hypervolt they sent it to me it's like this it looks like a drill mm-hmm. that has like these knobs that you put on the front and yeah. it just vibrates like a motherfucker what does that and do you just like massage yourself with it, it. Like, oh. hit your knots and your, your muscles yeah. but it's oh. like I'm sure if you ever felt like a vibrating massager, I've seen. They're, I think I've seen like Instagram ads for these. Things. Yeah, yeah, they're very, they're, they're like kind of like a new rage, and they're yeah, definitely yeah, going to yeah. be if you're like if you search like any workout stuff and the algorithm gets you, you'll have it on your Instagram. It's like the um, at-home version of when you used to get like STEM. Yeah, like, that's what I mean. It's not just like a vibrating; it's like a very, very, very fast. It's like, but I just sat there vibrating the fuck out of my uh, 
my ass out of my <laughs> my quads that. and like i mean i i probably way overdid it i'm sure they're like use this for like two to four minutes i did it for like an hour an straight hour. i watched like an entire baseball game just like <laughs> gunning myself all. i was like i was doing all the spots i was sore and i was yeah. like well wait a minute why don't i like do my back and my neck and it was one of those like you hit one of those spots and i was like Boing! like yeah. my body was like couldn't oh it's 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 better than sex How, and also uh, kira just she just fucks herself with it she just turns it into <laughs> sex yeah, she as is, or does she like modify it? Yeah, I think she puts like a like a dildo on the end. Got it. Because it is like there's one that has like, like that two hurt. knobs, one that has big knobs, one that you know like different yeah. different settings. Uh, yeah, it would probably hurt a normal person, but she's a superhero. That's true. She's, How much do these things go for? Um, I think they're expensive. Mm. Um, I think they're like several hundred dollars almost. Got it. They'd have to be. Yeah. Because it's like, you know, it's like a piece of equipment. Yeah. So shout out to, I to love Hypervolts is the name. They, yeah, me too. I, love I had an at-home stim kit. You did? Oh, yeah. Oh, How'd yeah. you get that? You just buy them. Oh. I had the little, little pads and everything. Definitely overused that as well. I've had, I've had so many problems with my body. I've bought everything. Every, <laughs> everything you, so you bought it like can... as an adult? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I thought you meant in high school. You just bought like a stim machine. No. Why would I buy that in high school? Why do you get stim in high school? Yeah, but why would I, you know? Oh, I don't know. That's why I was confused. <laughs> no, yeah, I bought it. I mean, after like, you know, my fourth surgery or whatever. I that bought makes sense. Okay. I bought the thing that you put around your neck and you pump it and it expands so it pulls your head up, get traction on your neck. Injured myself like way worse with that because <laughs> I love that shit. Yeah. My, 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 my discs were so fucked up that the, the feeling, but just the thought of getting like separation, like it would, yeah. I could like come thinking about it. I would just be like envisioning the nerves like getting not pressed anymore by my discs when you pulled apart. So I put it on my neck and I, I mean, I jacked this thing up like I was a fucking giraffe. I was like pulling my head off my body. And again, they were like, you know, do that for 10 seconds. I left it on for like 15 minutes. <laughs> can't, can't Took that. it off and my neck was like all crippled. I mean, like your, your injuries are that of like a fucking 13 year NFL linebacker. When I, when I went, I've had doctors look at my films and the guy asked me, uh, were you in a car accident or are, are you a football player? Like, uh, none I'm of the above, bro. Yeah. <laughs> My body is a disaster. It's actually as, as gross as I am. It's a fucking miracle. I'm not like way worse. I'll say all things considered 49 is really not. As, I, not I expected that to be way worse. Like I, I expected surgeries. it to be like seven million surgeries. Yeah. yeah. Six surgeries later. You don't smoke cigarettes. 35. I don't smoke. I did a lot of drinking. I don't drink as much anymore, but I did a lot of drinking. I did no exercise. I had six surgeries. Like, as as funny as it sounds, I got good genes because I should be yeah. way worse. But it's a new leaf, Casey Smith. Yeah, you're eating a lot of salads. I am. I mean, you, a lot of you salads. You introduced me to my new favorite salad. I mean, I, I, I hate to take credit for it, but I, 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 Jared, I opened up Casey's eyes to the world of, ready? Ready, ready for, for it? it? Yeah. Buffalo chicken. No, wow. no, no. She took a no, bite of this no. buffalo chicken salad. She was like, this is amazing. I'm like, no fucking kidding. It's the the dressing that they use at this specific place. That's it's, a lot different. It's yep. buffalo ranch. But you see. also got to throw the goat. That. You got to throw the goat cheese. Yeah, in you it. made that. You, pu- you, you pulled that th- audible. That was good. You got to take the celery out. You got to throw the no, tomatoes. In. Yeah, no, no, the celery gives you some crunch. I the I get the, I take the chips out so that I don't you know no carbs. My hemi's coming, so I get the crunch from the celery. Mm-hmm. I do like the addition of tomatoes. Celery. Sal sal. I I put celery. During my lunch, during my lunch, uh, the but new during. deal, the new deal that we have to that br- I don't know if we can say it on air, but like I guess we can. Whatever, Sweet Green that delivers yeah, to so us now. So what's this deal? So like they work office, with one us. big office delivery. I, so like you go on the app and instead of doing like a pickup, 
you just say Barstool Sports and then they just like deliver. It's like a post is like what they're all calling at one it. time. Yeah. Basically. So it's like yeah. every day as long as you get your salad in by that time, like they just bring it to you as if you would have bought it in the store. So like no fees, no delivery, so no they, anything. Do they pay for it? Barstool? No. So how do you like, you still pay? You still pay. It gets but, delivered but with everybody at the same time? There's no delivery. There's no fee. There's no anything. Okay. I don't really know. Is how, Sweet Green good? It is so good. Better than Just Salad? Yes. Do they have a bottle of chicken? I think so. They, well, because if they don't, then they, they're, they're just, I mean, uh. Sweet Green, I mean, Just Salad is very, very good. Don't get me wrong. But Sweet Green, it just, there's more of it. And we used to get it at the old office all the time. And I know Erica and Dave are big on it, which I'm assuming is why we have mm-hmm. this thing. Well, I like it. But I, yeah, I had, today I had a chicken Caesar Add goat cheese, add tomatoes, add Parmesan crisps, mm. but a, the low-fat right. Caesar. I can fuck with this. And I it's mean, only I, like 11 I mean, bucks. salads are salads, too, at the end of the day. Like, sure, mm. some are better than the others, but, like, all the places that make good salads, you're basically getting the same level of enjoyment. It's not like we're talking about a salad versus, like, a delicious sandwich. We're still talking about shitty, healthy food. I yeah. feel like you can make salads pretty good. Things. But it's, like, just the utmost lazy thing. Like, sweet green is not that far away. But yeah, it just but shows up. Just, wants just shows yeah. up in the kitchen it's now. Amazing. It's, like, raining and cold today. I'm not, not going out. That. Yeah. But that's good for Miami. Because uh, now, instead of us being lazy and gross and going next door and getting five guys, like, no, we can get a salad just delivered right to our desks. I'm going to have to jump on that train, I think, because it's, it's just time, you know? Yeah. You know, Jared? I've, I've, had, I've gone through every excuse. Mm-hmm. I, uh, now I have more time on my hands. Yeah. I, uh, I, I went out, I, I, you know, I, I pouted enough. I threw a pity party long enough and I partied enough and I went out enough. Now it's like, all right, I just gotta, I gotta, gotta get do in it. shape. Yeah. I think it would be funny. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna try to turn it into some content, I think, because, uh, I think it would be quite a story and rather funny if I actually got in shape. You don't look out of shape. No, um, but you don't. You don't I look, look a little like weird. I, I look like a little bit like, like parts of my body look weird. I okay, think. but you don't. You don't look like you work out, but you don't look like you're out of shape. I'll take it, brother. Yeah. Oh, speaking of. Yeah, I mean, you, how much did that hurt your feelings today? That's a different thing. I read that, and I was like, "That is gasped." A that's a completely different question. So the like, question on Jared's AMA today, and you got to go. You have to go sign up to see the whole thing. Go to barstoolgold.com/slash/kfc. You can sign up and watch Jared's. Uh, uh, was this a Jared AMA or a Rocket AMA? This was a Jared AMA. Uh, Jared did the AMA, and the question was... No, no, Frankie said it was a Rocket AMA. If no, there no. were three were people in the office person. that you could go out with, yeah. who would Like it be? a night of partying, right. I picked Gaz, Mikey Grinnell, and Fights. If the question were... And I'm just left out in the if cold there's one on, guy, on the leash. No, 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 no. Because like you wouldn't go out to like party. I get it. I know. I, know I, would, I wouldn't pick I, me to party either. Fights doesn't either. Fucking you kidding me? I mean, he can't, but he he hates going to places that it's not quiet watching football and drinking. Yeah, but if he needs to, if there's a reason, he can turn up. I don't even know if I can turn up anymore. But like, if you're thinking like going out, out, Gaz and Grinelli, like they're going to Common Ground and getting a table every weekend. Like, yeah. They're, John, in their, they're in their prime. They're going to like bounce and stuff. So I preface answering the question by being like, I don't go out, period. Uh, if I do go out, it's like a special occasion. So if I'm gonna go out and you're planning on being out until four o'clock in the morning, oh yeah, then fights would be on that. Gaz list. fights Grinnell. If the question were, that ain't me, yeah. If there's one guy where it's like you and person X from Barstool are gonna go out and crush some pussy, oh, 
who's the guy you're gonna pick? It's gonna be my dog, Kevin Clancy. And if there's one person at Barstool you're gonna tag team and chick with, who's it gonna be? It's my dog. So I have a question for you. Yeah. So where would you and Kevin find this situation if you weren't out drinking and partying? Well, I mean, we could like, we're we not could go, like, go we're out, gonna, like, but rip. Like, if you want to like rip, you go out with Gaz and Grinnell. Yes. Yeah, if you, I mean, just is we, we would we would go out to these you know We'd social go, yeah. establishments, and you know we would find uh, some, some kitty cats. Yeah, cat. and we would get out of there. Well, you know, the yeah. rest of the clowns could stay there till four a.m. We'll yeah, be like, at we could home go to like a dive crushing, bar and which, yeah, and pick up some little kitty cats. That's why he yeah. should have been on the list. But that's yeah. not like when you're asked, like, who are you going to go out and like party with? Like me and Kevin are partying. It's very strategic. How- Splitting hairs at this point. No, I you know who just- else needs to be on that list is is Marty and that crew. Have you ever yeah. like seen the videos? They're of just them? I just oh, no, the one of, of him and Big Ev dancing it is. was just something. They're just I mean that I'm officially wild. old where it's like those guys are like you know 10, 15 years younger than me doing yeah. like at parties. I've, if I was at like a Penn State frat basement, <laughs> I would yeah. be like, God bless you just- kids, have a great time. Grandpa's got to go home. I've only been out <laughs> drinking with Marty one time, like away from barstool events, and it was whenever it was Daniela's birthday. They party at Common Ground, yeah, and it was a scene. Oh, scene. I'm sure it was eight three three eight five stool is the phone I know, number. It's so sad. They're all cleaning up the Nerf balls My here. Hand. Charlie is on the line. He says he works for Walmart, and he was uh, you talking about a answer the internet. Hello, Charlie. What's up, man? Charlie. Hey, what up? Um, yeah, I'm a lobbyist and public affairs down here in Arkansas for Walmart. And maybe a week ago, we always go through new products just because that Walmart's going to carry just because in case senators or state legislatures come up and <laughs> ask, what the hell is my daughter was looking for a little pony and she saw enter the fucking Internet or something okay. like that. And what was the, what was um, the feedback from Walmart? Oh, yeah, well, you know, I'm I'm 29, so a lot of my superiors are, you know, 40s, 50s, so they didn't really know what it was. Did, did you um, spread the good word? Did you explain to them that it's the new phenomenon that's about to take over the world? Oh, oh God. I, I showed uh, tons of the videos, and the next day I come in, and the, the bunch of 50-year-old execs for Walmart, been at Walmart since they were like 20, are huddled around yep. going through answer the internet videos after the internet videos, starting to ask other people, and I'm like, <laughs> That's what I like <laughs> yeah, to it, hear, it, man. It, it, you know what? If, if you're older... We yeah. had a whole meeting where they just they had three of the internet internet questions of of us lobbyists and a couple of state legislatures that were touring the facility that are pretty cool and they just sat down and made everyone answer them. I love it. That's what I like to hear. It's like even if you're you know even if you like you said you're maybe a little more conservative or you don't know what it is you're older as soon as you start to understand what it's all about you can't help but join in and and get down with it. So uh, make sure, dude, that well, listen. We, we 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 the the tagline is answer the internet questions as fucked up as you are, but we did put the little asterisk in there because we are trying to get on those Walmart shelves. So why don't you put in a good word for me, Charlie? Huh. I'll throw it up to old Doug McMillan. We'll get this shit flying off. Make it happen, brother. Thank you for the call. I appreciate <laughs> Thank that. Uh, we'll take uh, one more call here. Guess who? Dominican Dylan. What's up, baby? <laughs> there you go. What's up, Dill? What's going on, guys? What do you no, got? I heard. Uh, I heard you say. Did you say you had like a? You went on a machine and it gave you an age. 
Uh, I mean, not a machine. It was just like a scale that had this like yeah. handlebar that also plugs into it. So you get your weight, and then apparently by holding like the metal like electrode thingies with your hands, it can measure the rest of your body. Oh, okay. All right. No, because I heard that, and it like gave me a flashback. My pops was telling me something one day. He like went on a like a thing and like with his uh, trainer and all that, and it said that he was like twenty five. I thought he was just fucking with me and shit. No, it can. Is that I mean, pops? I mean, again, yeah, I, I have the feeling that from everything I've understood from from Dylan describing his father, he's a little bit on the younger side. He likes to party, and I'm pretty sure, I'm pretty sure he might top Jared's list for uh, a guy who would want to go out with. I feel like he's Listen, letting the dogs. He he, he he over he overdoes it. Like anytime he comes out with us, he's like. Always trying to get like the young girls and everything. I don't mind. It's like fine. It's like it's like I always say he's my dad. It's like more like an older brother. Yeah, I was gonna say it almost feels like you guys are buddies. I could see you being like dad. Like leave some pussy for the rest of us, bro. (laughs) It's crazy. I remember it was one night he like took. We were all talking to girls, and he ended up taking one of the girls home. And no one else got any. And he was just like, <laughs> "Damn, I like, love the, your the dad." Girl was with like three friends, and he was like, "He was like, oh no, no, I'm going back to their place. No invite, nothing. And we're just up there drinking." I love it when it's the old guys crazy. when they outdo the young bucks. That's like what I aspire to be right now. I, I gotta, I gotta like build my game back up. It's funny when I, in the rare instance when I am out here, or if people hear me tell any stories, they're like, "Whoa, like you, you like you've gone out before?" I'm like, "Listen." I had a whole goddamn life before you people. I had a whole life before Barstool <laughs> HQ3 yeah. where it was like an every night goddamn affair. I just don't have my fastball anymore. But I feel like I could work my way back up. I just don't know if I want to. You can. You can. I just I really don't know if I want to. Like, how old are you, Dylan? You're like 24, right? 24. Yeah. yeah. So, like, you're still – it's still awesome and it's still amazing every time you're out of the bar. Every single drink you have is great. Every girl you talk to is awesome. Every bar, even the ones that suck. Like, I remember going <laughs> going back to our Jersey Shore spots and I'm like – Oh, like I don't know what happened in that bar. It's so crowded now. It sucks. And it's like, no, it's the same amount of crowded. Yeah. You just care now. I All used right. to, I could be crammed up against people packed ass to dick in the middle of a dance floor. And I'd be like, right. this is awesome. Now I'm like, get oh, me yeah. the fuck out of here. It's All not right. the bar that's changed. It's you that's changed, you know? Yeah. But when you're 24, you don't Dylan, go out anymore? No, I mean, no more? I mean, no, I really don't. Like, I certainly <laughs> I don't think, do what I used to. I, I mean, I haven't I think seen. I going to revive. I think yeah. it's like once me and my sister got to like, Basically, I think we were like maybe 18 and my sister's like three years younger. And my dad started like getting back up again and stuff like that. We have like a, I have a younger brother who's 13, but like my dad says, if you can make a sandwich, you're a grown man already. (laughs) (laughs) I think that what happens, I think it comes back around where like, I feel like right now the thought of going to the bar is like, I've done that quite literally like 10,000 times in my life. I did it for basically half my life. I was going to bars and I, so now the thought of it is like, eh, I don't want to. But if, you know, when you're like 40, let's say 49, uh, and I'm like, <laughs> you know, I haven't done this in years and I remember the good old days, it becomes a novelty again. Right now, it's just like, I don't really want, I don't have the desire to do it anymore. When that desire comes back, I'm going to get there. Yeah. Yeah. I have a feeling you're going to get back. So you guys, are, you guys are heading to Miami this year? Miami for the Super Bowl, bro. So we'll oh, be there. We'll be there for media week. We're renting out like a, an, an entire hotel. It's like you know all hours, and we'll be. I think it's like right on Collins Ave. I think it's like right in, in the middle of, of uh, all the, the madness. Shit, so say. yeah. So we'll be there. Uh, I don't know if you if you can no, make I'll it down. I'll def- oh no, because I have family there. I go there like let's once go. A let's month, go, Dylan. So it, uh, that'll be, be the day. That'll be Street. the day that Dominican Dylan and CCK finally like oh, connect. It'll be at Miami in the Super Bowl. 
Let's on my tree. We'll head out to the clubs. We'll do something. We'll go to Twenty Third Street. We'll figure it out. You know Bring what we'll pops. do. You know what we'll do. We'll let the dogs, oh, dogs go <laughs> learn a couple out. things this from is, Papa Dylan. No, don't be getting, don't be getting cuffed up too right now in the winter. <laughs> no, we gotta no. be single for February. No, all eyes on the prize, bro. I feel you. And maybe we'll like, we'll like chain Casey up and like let her stay like outside. Like we'll like, yeah. like you know when you go to the grocery store and you leave your dog outside for right. like a minute. Yeah. that's what we'll do with Casey. <laughs> yeah. See, that's a poor decision by you because then I can just also bring all like my super hot friends who also have hot friends. Well, and it's just can, a built-in group. They're invited. You're uh, not. Oh, okay. I'm well, sure that'll go over well. Thanks for the call, <laughs> Dill. We got to hit a break. Have a good one, dude. It's final segment of the day coming up before Chicks in the Office here on CCK. Let's get it. Your boy KFC has been trying to get in shape right now. And uh, as you know, I am king of the skinny fat. I'm lumpy and globby and blobby in all the wrong places. And so I'm finally motivated to lose a few pounds. But the problem I have is keeping the weight off. Anybody can get motivated for a little bit, hit the gym, get motivated on your diet for a little while, and you lose the pounds fast. The problem is keeping that weight off. Now, the way you do that is by creating healthier habits so your entire lifestyle is healthier. But that's not easy. That's where Noom comes in. It's an app to support you over the course, uh, over the long haul, over the course of time to make sure that the way you live your life is healthier and you lose the weight in an effective long-term way. They have uh, everything from a community aspect where you can talk to other people losing weight. You have access to nutritionists and experts who can help you uh, – tailor a program that fits you personally. They have food databases so you know exactly what you can and can't eat. Goal specialists, they got the whole nine for you to uh, track your meal habits, track your gym habits, and make sure you create a long-lasting program for you to lose weight and keep the weight off. Right now, go to Noom, N-O-O-M dot com slash KFC, and you can start your trial today. It's Noom dot com slash KFC, the last weight loss program you'll need. Kevin! Kevin, Kevin, uh. Kevin, all the gifts I got. You are just ridiculously stupid. Welcome back, welcome back, welcome back. Welcome, welcome, welcome. <laughs> Is this Kevin? Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man, how you doing? On, you good? On, I know you like on, that. Yeah, I know oh, you like that. It's Friday. It's Friday, October 25th. Yeah, it is. 2019. I was really hoping you were going into a Friday, the movie reference. Like, it's Friday. You You ain't ain't got got no job. job. You ain't got shit to do. I feel like uh, somebody told me recently they have never. Have you seen Friday? Of course I have. You have? Somebody told me recently they haven't seen Friday. Wasn't it John? Probably that fucking Wonder Bread white boy. Friday, next Friday, Friday after next. I, to be honest, Classics. to be fair, only no, only Friday. It's only Friday. No, Friday after trilogy next was not great. Next Friday was good. What? What's that? My favorite trilogy of all time. You, all three of them you are like, the, like my the, favorite the movie. sequels. I, I for a while, back when I was like, I'm going to be a rapper and a basketball player when I was in like in like middle school. <laughs> mm. I was like, Friday is the best movie ever, like the funniest movie ever. Mm. And I mean, it is funny, but it's not the funniest movie ever. It's still. 
pretty no, it funny. It, yeah, it's no, fine, not it's, it. But you know what it was? Uh, it was like I I thought it was funny, but I was like hyping up how funny I thought it was because uh-huh. I was like, you know, I'm cool. I'm I like black people I like rap music. I like Friday. I like ice cream. Next, you didn't think next Friday was funny? Next Friday was funny. Friday yeah. after next. Friday after next. Was I don't even know. I haven't seen Friday after next. To be honest, Friday after next was. Not I remember being excited for next Friday, and I remember thinking like. That was one of those things where I was like, if they ever make a sequel, they got to call it next Friday, right? And then they did. It was like, good job. Good on you. Mm-hmm. It's, I mean, it's okay. It's not, if it stood by itself, like is maybe that with Mike Epps? Or no, they ran Friday after with the regular... next is Mike Epps. Are they both, both Mike Epps? Both next and, and Friday is Mike Epps. Yeah, I mean, yeah, that's the difference. Because after, after Friday, Friday got uh, Chris Tucker, the, the Rush Hour gig. Right. And, right. He, and he became Hollywood. After that, he was commanding like 20 Chris million Tucker was movie. just way better. One of my favorite moments ever was when Dave thought, uh, who did he think? He thought, Somebody was Chris Tucker. Oh, that was like kind of recently, right? Yeah. No, no. What? What? He thought that he double screwed. He was like double racist and double dumb because he was doing a pizza review with Kevin Hart. Oh yeah, he like loved you in like Rush Hour. Thought he was in (laughs) Rush Hour and automatically assumed that an Asian guy in a pizza review was Jackie Chan. (laughs) So you are you're all sorts of racist and stupid on that one. Yeah, that was unbelievable. That was like that was like within the last year. Yeah, Yeah. when so yeah, love Rush Hour like a a random (laughs) character off the street popped out and. Dave was like, yeah, I thought that was Jackie Chan coming because of Rush Hour. And Kevin Hart was just like, all right, cool, man. <laughs> like, I think he, I don't even know if he responded because I don't think he even like connected. Like, yeah. Because who in the world has ever not known who Kevin Hart is? That That's guy, true. That guy probably has not been not known, not ever. recognized in like, you know. Since he's been Kevin Hart. A decade yeah. plus. Yeah. Like every room Where's he's Chris ever Tucker gone at? into. I don't know. Probably just still spending, spending Rush he's Hour money. Doing, he's doing stand-up now. He's actually no, so he's trying to get back into movies. He, uh, I, I think he he might have messed up relationships after the whole something, rush hour I was gonna stuff. Say, something yeah. must have happened because a, a funny guy like him who was like good, like clean, not clean, but like wholesome funny. You know what I mean? Everyone just kind of liked his yeah. voice and his silly shit. Is like he's Kevin Hart esque in a way. Like you yeah. put him in movies and he'd kill it. But he must have. He didn't get like canceled or anything, did he? No, he didn't get canceled. But he, I think he, he, he either started fucking up uh, somehow or started commanding too much money, yeah. too much money, and now he's he's, he's stuck on the whole yeah. Netflix uh, Netflix specials. Rush stuff. He hour, can't get a movie. Mm, Rush hour was a heater. Remember the remember the uh, what was it? Money talks. Money no money, the greatest. Money, yeah, money, money talks. talks loved who? it. That's Chris Tucker. Uh, Charlie Sheen. Charlie yeah, Sheen, yeah, yeah. Chris Charlie, Charlie Sheen, Sheen, the car wash guy. Did I ever yes. tell you I had tried to apply to be one of Charlie's Angels? Oh God. Wait, what does that mean? Do you remember when he went like crazy and he had yeah. like the girls like interning in his house? That I, wasn't that long ago, Casey. No, I was in college. <laughs> yeah. Casey. Yeah. I mean, well, all my stories Casey. from college, you, that shocks you the you most? Base, kind of. Yeah. I mean, He's a AIDS-stricken lunatic. Well, I don't think we knew that at that point, did we? Yes, we I did. don't know. We knew he had I mean, AIDS? I don't yes. think we knew he had AIDS. No, well, that, yes, that, we did. That, that, that when he came out with them, what was the porn star that he was with? That was after um, that, I'm pretty sure. This is like when he was doing Not all those Brianna, like, weird Brianna videos Banks, no. and like he was losing his mind well, when, and the Tigers That, that was thing. one of the first things we did at Barstool that uh, got outside like the sports bubble. Like we made t-shirts for Charlie Sheen and that, and that was like one of the first like pop culture t-shirts we ever yeah, made. Mm-hmm. The winning shirts. Yeah. And you know what was and funny then, was uh, Tiger Blood shirts. That was That's the thing. Right, yeah. He, Dave made it first and he thought that like Tiger Blood was going to be like the thing from that rant. Yeah. And we were like, bro, it's winning. Yeah. Like, we need to add a winning shirt. Winning was uh was fun. Winning was fun. Mm-hmm. That was a great winning was fun. Winning was awesome. It was a very fun catchphrase to like throw around. Winning. I am winning. And he was 
off the reservation, man. Yeah. Yeah. Who was the porn stars uh, that, that Charlie Sheen was like bunked up with? Uh, Brie Olsen. Oh, yeah. Brie uh, Bri Olsen. The, the Brie Olsen. Chick, the that's who it was. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, I was, I was about to say uh, the blonde chick, and I was like, well, that doesn't really help. <laughs> yeah. That doesn't help. Uh, the brown, the blonde I, one, the big tits. <laughs> I, I didn't go all the way through with the application, but I definitely started it. So, what? I mean, that you were basically just applying to be like Charlie Sheen's concubine. I don't think it was. Like oh, that. sure. I'm sure you I'm sure you were doing like marketing research for him and his movies. Yeah, I mean, it was I'm basically sure it wasn't like, like do blow and fuck me. It was no, like no, a, no. there was there was, it was more the, to it. It was like that. the the wholesale version of being like one of Hugh Hefner's girls. Yes, it was. A, it, was it was the the knockoff Playboy Bunny. Is what you were I'm be. pretty sure yeah. that like halfway through the process, I realized just how stupid it was. And they were like, oh, you have to like make a video. And I was like, yeah, I'm out on this. And I just, mean, was it a pay? What, what, what did it legitimately? Yeah, they, they, oh, they, they were going to pay what you. Did they, like, I mean, it absolutely was like party and fuck Charlie Sheen. Let's get that straight. Mm. But what did they say it was? What was like the application? I can't remember. I should. I probably have it still somewhere like saved Charlie's in my Angels. emails or something. Oh, yeah. It, it's, it's actually similar have, like, to Dan Blazarian's like harem of chicks. Probably like just do they get around. paid? No, I I think they get paid in the form of like you get to be on my yacht Social in Dubai media, yeah. and shit. You know, you probably get some followers and you get to like you don't have to spend any of your own money. He has like like um, Hugh Hefner did. He has yeah. like his main, and yeah. then he has like and then the bunch. they like cycle through. Too. Yeah, yeah. So like some of, some of like Dan Blazarian's girls have like spun off to like actually be able to like yeah. make. Money I mean, off listen, if you can get some of them, if you can gain your followers, mm. who is just, that? Just I know that. Oh, okay. Some so of them, that with a smirk, some, like it some was, of them have like made something of themselves. I feel like if you get followers in this world and you, that's all you know what you're doing. Well, no, it's not all. Well, you didn't need, we just blog people... the story about the girl from Cuba that like makes four hundred grand a year because she's an Instagram model in the United States now? God, I mean, she's probably a smoking sexy Cuban chick. She's very hot. Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, he, but Dan, you, 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 he's you, not going to have ugly girls around. No, but like some of them are like fake, like. Oh, not hot. I mean, they're like familiar, hot, but they're familiar not with yeah. some of those. You know what I mean? It's like that. Oh, I, yeah. Okay. Figuring uh, <laughs> <laughs> <it> out now. <laughs> Ding! <laughs> Finally went off. Um, you have to like you get someone. You can have followers and not be successful, but if you have any, you know, business acumen or somebody to help you or whatever, I can't. I just can't imagine the amount of like. Uh, just vultures who like swarm around. If you're like a hot chick, all of a sudden has like a million followers because of Dan Blazarian. Yeah, like I'll take you to the top, baby. Come on, we're going to Hollywood. Like, yeah, uh, yeah, or whatever, dude. I mean, that's I like mean, a, that's like a, that's a beneficial two way street, though. Can be. It's like if you're a Dan Blazarian, it's like all right, like it's kind of like a sad existence to live a life where these girls are only around you because they want to use you for the the exposure. But it's like you're still. Around but also, he, well, he's different thing. though like, because he's actually now I, you, every story you hear about him is that he's just a, like a colossal douchebag. Yeah. But he's actually like a good looking guy too. It's not like the Hugh Hefner thing where it's like, he's old, old he's ugly well, he, or whatever. Used to have it. Well, right. But yeah. I'm saying it's not like, like when he got older, it's like he, you're doing it cause it's Hugh Hefner. Whereas like Dan Bilzerian's like a hot guy. Mm-hmm. He's like, like very in shape, obviously has all the money in the world. So it's like, not like these girls are just flat out using him. They are, yeah. but it's also like, they're not forcing appeal. Yeah, they're not yeah. fucking an 85 year old man. I don't know, right? but I, I do feel like not every chick, but I feel like guy, like you were saying yesterday, like you become more attracted to a guy based on his personality and like it's the opposite with a guy like that. I feel like probably, but those girls are not. I mean, just the videos know. alone that he makes are just like, oh my just, God. I mean, it's funny in a way. It's funny if it was like, if it, if it was a little more self-aware, if it was satire, like if he was like, I'm going to be on a yacht firing off my machine guns while I get like a lap dance <laughs> and you're kind of laughing, but he's like, this is cool. Yeah. You know? Didn't he like, like kick some girl in the face? I, I was going to say, I think he got in some trouble because I believe he was supposed to come here at one point and then that like got, 
He like with like a like an army boot on or something yeah, like think, smack some girl in the face with his I foot. Think he was borderline canceled. He or, threw a girl off the roof into a pool. That, and she yeah. broke her foot. That was a porn star too. I think it was Janice Griffith. Yeah, was there that was like, that around like the same playful time. Playful and like it went, went awry, or she was like, "Don't do this." And he like, oh, I mean, they were definitely like fucking around, but yeah. I don't think she thought she was actually going to get thrown, thrown off. off the roof. Yeah, and yeah, she yeah, looked yeah. quite afraid of what yeah. was happening. So. I'm pretty sure there was a video too around that same time that he did that. There was like a TMZ type video in some club somewhere and you can like see him like kick a girl like either off the table or out of the table. I could have just completely made that up, but I'm pretty sure well, I'm we right. should maybe figure out. That. Allegedly, <laughs> allegedly, <laughs> allegedly. I just feel like I remember that being a thing. How about you being a Charlie's Angel, though? Yeah, well, I didn't. Wild. I and I didn't go through the entire How about you wanting to be a Charlie's Angel, though. I, I mean, college wild time for me. I feel like if uh, you had gotten the young money tattoo, you would have also followed through. Like, there's an alternate universe where Casey followed through with, some of, her, like, yeah. with some of her weird ideas. Mm-hmm. And she actually, and I'm telling you, in that alternate universe, if she just, would just be an Instagram thought, she'd yeah. probably be, like, super successful and yeah. rich. For he, sure. He kicked a girl in the head in a nightclub <sighs> in Miami. Man, that's a scummy move. Yeah, with a boot on. I don't care what the move, what, what, what the circumstances When was are. this? This was... Four years ago? Mm. Anyways. Yeah, butterfly effect would have been weird. Had I actually gone through with that tattoo, who knows? Who knows where I'd be? Because like, once who you have a tattoo like that, I feel like the rest of the decisions in your life are like, well, I've already got a young money tattoo on my wrist, <laughs> yeah. so I might as well, you know? Yeah. yeah. It's like once, know. you know. Might as well go to the Sheen compound. <laughs> Yo, that is <laughs> where I belong. I mean, thank God you didn't, because I really, well, you, I really oh, don't think, think that ended well. For How about his, his, um, I was such one a of his huge exes? two and a half men fan. I was like... <laughs> Oh, this just fits perfectly. <laughs> Two and a half men, what a gig for him. He's just like, be yourself, dude. Just like, and just wear like bowling saunter shirts. around your, your, your Malibu mansion in, in bowling shirts and talk about fucking jigs. Yeah. Easy peasy. Good for him. His uh, ex, um, not Denise Richards, but like the other one, there was that story like over the summer about she like just went to a random uh, Hamptons house with these like bros. Yeah. She was like in a CVS like late, early in the morning. Clearly, like, hadn't gone to sleep. These bros were, like, probably buying Gatorade hungover. And she went back to their place, like, their share house, and just, like, partied with them. I I mean, I can't imagine. Imagine, like, 24-year-old me. Like, I'll go get bagels, guys. You know, I'll run out, pick up stuff for the house. You have, like, 20 people in a house. And you come back with Charlie Sheen's ex-wife. And she's just down to fucking rage. I mean, like, that's... It's an entourage episode. Yeah. 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 I mean, I'm sure she just got a purse full of cocaine and a bunch of Plan B, and she's like, "Let's rock." I was actually just like looking up Denise Richards, like kind of recently. I forget like how I stumbled oh, upon her, man. But like, I was wild like, things. How, 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 how she held up, and she's what? she's held up pretty nicely. Yeah, I mean, she was wild things. Is that scene to this day? I don't care how much other like other movies you've seen, other Instagram models that have poisoned your brain, how much porn you've watched, whatever. That scene. So good. Nev Campbell, too. Nev Campbell's underrated, especially during the 90s when she was on Scream and she was like one of the 90s it girls. And she was underrated in that movie because she was alongside Denise Richards. Yeah. And they like portray her in as that like movie kind of as the like the scrub one, like the kind of like goth chick. Yes. Like, yeah, but moody. in reality, like she was total a smoke, too. babe, total babe. And like, there's something about when you're the famous girl of the moment. You, know, you might not necessarily be like the prettiest or the hottest or have the best body, but if you're the one in all the movies or the popular movie mm-hmm. or whatever, and you get to see her naked or doing whatever, it's like, 
Mm. Extra special. Wild yeah. things and cruel intentions for like, I mean, I know you're a little bit older, but like that. No, those were, those were like wheelhouse for. Yeah, those are too. like when you look back at like when you started figuring things out as a kid, mm-hmm. those were the two movies that always come to I, mind. I, Sarah Michelle Geller in one of those? Yeah. Cruel, cruel intentions. intentions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She like got looped into like the whole Buffy thing, but she, once she broke out of that looped bubble. Looped into? Well, I mean, she was. She was. She, she was, but like she was more than that. Yeah, but I mean, also, that's a pretty good. You know, it wasn't like Buffy was like Buffy a was bad a thing. For her Buffy career. was a great thing for her, like yeah. her career, but like you don't want to be known for just one role. No, and then she did. I know what you did last summer. Yeah. She did a lot of she stuff. Cruel Intentions. Cruel Intentions. Have you watched that recently? No, it's a weird movie, huh? I watched it. Well, I mean, what's, like uh, probably I guess like the, a month the, ago. The general premise is just like spoiled, fucked up prep school kids. Is that kind of the idea? Yeah, but it was all about like like. Sarah Michelle Geller and Ryan Felipe yeah. were like step brother and sister, and he really wanted to fuck her, right. and like she was using power over him. And then like Reese Witherspoon comes into the mix. She's like the good girl. She's the good girl that like ends up fucking him all over. But it's like crazy. Like when we were watching it as kids, it's like oh, like or not kids, like in high school, it's like whatever to portray these high schoolers as this now. It's yeah. like, wow, this was wild. Yeah, they're supposed to be like wildly 16, fucked 17. up. But it's still a fantastic. There's like what's the the other girl that does oh, what's the makeout scene? The makeout scene, Blair. Selma Blair, and they Blair, have like, like the spit. spit. Yeah, that like, was a hardcore makeout. I mean man. that whole thing. Then there's like the racism angle because yeah, like the, the piano teacher. Like there's a lot of shit that goes mm-hmm. on in that. I Selma watched that Blair and Wild Things though. recently. Wild Things I wrote on for sure not about it. I said like for guys my age. There is like BC and AD. There's like before the Wild Things threesome and after the Wild Things threesome, where you learn about life, you learn who what you're into, mm-hmm. what what life's all about. When when Matt Dillon or Kevin Dillon, Kevin Dillon, Kevin, no Dillon. Matt Dillon, Kevin Bacon's in it. Matt Dillon Matt is Dillon. yeah. When Matt Dillon folds up uh, Denise Richards' thong and puts it in his pocket, <laughs> I was like, that's a move. That's mm-hmm. a move. And like high school me, or not even like probably like middle school, elementary school me is like, why did you take it? You take her underwear? Why would you take her underpants? You ever seen it? No, I've seen it. It's just been like a long, long I mean, like, to think about like a, I'm trying to think of a comparison now. Like, who are like two of the it girls in movies now? Let's say like, um, man, I can't, I'm trying to Margot blank. Robbie. Yeah, let's say Margot Robbie and. I don't know who that is. Uh, you don't You've know seen who Wolf that is? Wolf of Wall Street? Yeah. Yeah, that, Margot that Robbie. girl. Got it. Let's say Margot Robbie. And, she's like one of the hottest. I don't know. Let's time. just say like Emily Ratajkowski or something like that. The if thing, they, with, the thing with those two though is that they're equally hot in different ways. Like, well, I guess Nev Campbell. Yeah, well, like yeah. Who, who would who would be you know a little bit? I'm drawing a complete blank on Hollywood actresses right now. But if they if they're like two major girls and like one being a bombshell, one being like the it girl of the moment, like Anna to, Kendrick type of person. Imagine that. Anna Kendrick and Margot Robbie. And they have a threesome, and there's like they're pouring champagne on each other's with, tits, like, and like Leonardo DiCaprio making out with each other and shit. Like that was some shit. Mm. That movie, and for like a major movie, it wasn't like a you know like a indie flick that like you know I mean it was like a it's actually a good movie. Like it's all about, about like double crossing and backstabbing and the, crime and twists and shit. The twists in that movie still Great. hold up too because yeah. I did. I went back and watched both of those. I have no idea why. It was just like one of those like probably like rainy days where I was like, you know what? I just want to like throw you it back. Watch the reason. Well, I can see that at any time, Kevin. Those movies are like they're like nostalgic. Like you go yeah. back and you watch it. The the twists and wild things are still like who I don't know who wrote that movie. I don't necessarily care, but I brilliant. They're underrated. Speaking of twists, I got a twist for you right now. John Feidelberg's on the phone. Oh, Johnny Fights. What's up, Fights? Hey, I'm actually the boys, What's going on? How are you today? 
I'm doing great. How are you doing? Uh, we're excellent. We're just hanging out here. I got uh, Casey eating a salad. I got Jared wearing a, uh, a bright yellow shirt. <laughs> That's lovely. You know, I was actually, I'm on the train. I'm heading up to Boston, and I was just uh, doing some internet reading. I came across this interview with a fellow named Vince Gilligan, and a question is about um, El Camino. And uh, so I'm going to give a spoiler if you haven't seen it and don't want to watch it. I change the channel real quick. We gotta go to break. I think. I <laughs> know. I think yeah. John's gotta get this point out. I think he's gotta get this point out. Zaz like waving his hands, and we gotta go to break. Vince Gillis says he goes because here's the thing that's very obvious to me. Walt did expire at the immigration pass, and I don't want to insult the reader. But when fans go up to me, I'm like, did you not watch the thing? He's lying there, dead, with his eyes glassy and open, and the cop, the fraudman, was dumped. I mean, how did you miss it? I guess. John, he's he's uh, already standing Jared, up out of his chair. He's I, already assuming the position, John. How many are we doing? He, Jared, he knows was, where this is going. I was just going to say, Jared, why don't you hit me with 50 real quick? Whoa! 50 spot! A 50 burger worth to Rico Bosco! Kev, can, can, you ask, can you ask Jared to do me a favor and do him yeah, right there so I can get him on camera? I'll do 50 overall. I'll do like 25 and 25. You have to do them all will, at Will once, you allow so, yeah. 25 and 25, John? I'll allow it if you're not man enough to hit 50. He said, oh. he said, he said he'll said, allow it if you're not man enough to hit 50. I, I can't hit 50. Yeah, 50's tough, I'll be honest. <laughs> right up front by the nerf uh, by the nerf thing. By the nerf thing. That is said. a kick in the dick, folks. For those of you who don't know, John, the night that we all streamed El Camino together, late, at, late in the wee hours of the morning, Jared said he's guaranteeing, because he's been guaranteeing a lot of things these days, that, Vince, <laughs> that uh, Walter White yesterday. is still alive. And that there could that could have been the twist in El Camino. And then even after El Camino, he was like, who knows? Like, you still never saw the body. Maybe like the, the second sequel. And so John bet him and he bet him uh, 250 pushups to John's 400. John even gave him odds in case Walter White was alive. He'd have to do 400. But Vince Gilligan came out today and said uh, not today, but recently and said he's absolutely dead. So, uh. And not only if he... 25. Not only- 35? Is that actually 35, Brent? Okay, 35. 35, I'll do 15 more, you fucking fat bitch. <laughs> I'm going to be jello. I'm not even going to be able to wipe my ass later. you got to come up with, like... you got to get your own bet to, like, either get out of this or get him. No, I want this. it. Like, it's the only workout that I'm getting during the fucking playoffs. I haven't been able to go to the gym in three goddamn weeks, so... Well, wow, that is John. That was one of the meanest things you've ever done. I love it. <laughs> he was because it was. A, I've already. Was a, was I saw that in interview eye. like a few days ago, and I just didn't say anything. <laughs> there was a twinkle in his eye when I was like, "Fights is on the line." He's like, "Oh, hey, Fidelberg!" Not realizing he's about to get kicked in the fucking dick. <laughs> it's a great interview. If you haven't read it, I recommend everyone go to Rolling Stone and read it. But I will. Uh, I'll let you guys get back to your radio show, radio show, and uh, Casey. Yes. Okay. Good. What do you say? I said I'll see you guys later. See ya. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Now you feeling there? Arms, so arms, good. arms. Uh, it's the wrist. The wrist. The wrist no, the, everything else feels good. It's my wrists. I my wrists are garbage. Mm-hmm. So we got thirty five. I need fifteen more. Now the other day you made a claim that your physique is better than Alex Bregman. That was on the no, air, right? No, not currently. I right, said, right. But but that's but that was on the air. At my at my peak, I, I was there. definitely I was, more jacked. Was that Bregman. on the air? When it was? Well, yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was you, me, you, Bob Fox. <laughs> uh, so yeah, again, Jared said at his peak, his physique. Which not is that different. he's more athletic. Not that he's necessarily bigger. I meant from no, the he, waist he said, up. 
Yeah, and, he, and then legs don't count. He well, he also said like he was more jacked, which I I from the picture that he sent after you sent the picture of Bregman. Yeah, actually, say, Zah, I'm going to send these to you. Uh, this, these were the pictures. So after that, I I realized I had never actually seen Bregman with his shirt off. I didn't know if there was any pictures floating around. So I did look that up, and there's a picture of of uh, of Bregman. It was like a 2017 to 2018 before and after. Which, by the way, I mean we all know there's some funny business going on in Houston. Did you? Did you see that transformation it's in just a jacked. year? Yeah. I mean, well, it can happen. Alex. Jesus. Alex. Uh, so I sent <laughs> I sent this picture to Casey and Jared in the text, and uh, then Jared replied with one of his own. So I'm going to send these to Zah right now. He'll put them up on the Barstool Radio. But make sure Twitter. you put the word physique, because that was the thing well, I was trying to explain. Physique is like the overall thing, because I actually like pulled like, obviously my Obviously, I'm not talking about my legs. I'm well, talking about just like. You're, but you were more jacked than him. For, yeah, that's, that's what I meant. That's, that's a different so physique. That's correct. Well, no, because you said physique. Well, that's not what I meant. Just, I mean, and I'll give you credit. I mean, the picture you did send me, I didn't know your arms were, I knew you were in shape, but I didn't know you had arms that big. That was like last year. But I'll also say, um, man, the hair, you, you're so much better with long hair, dude. For sure. It's crazy, right? Yeah. Uh, what was what was like the abs and chest looking like? I got that too, if you want to. Yeah, let's see it. <laughs> yeah, let's see it. Do you... um? Because you're not like out of shape now. You're not in the no, same I'm not, shape. I'm not a shape. But do you like care? Are you like, fuck, I wish I still look like that? <laughs> of course. Well, I mean, because I, I don't be My spring I mean, training, I'll probably look like that again. I don't know. What do you think as a girl? Like, I'm, I'm more like I'm more of a physique person. Like, I think uh, you kind of have to have, like, if there's like somebody who's like naturally thin, but like is cut up, cut up then that's fine. Like, versus like bulk. Yeah. Like, I, and I mean, Jared obviously wasn't like over the top bulky there, but like to me, to me, I'd rather like the full physique. Like thin and cut, or no, it doesn't have to be thin and cut. I just like I for me, it's like not like oh, if you have bigger arms and that's a better body. It's well, more Jared, just Jared like, is particularly a little bit preposterous with the legs. It's I just a don't stark do. difference. Yeah, I like that. Just like I just don't. I don't. It's like uh, like if if you, if I don't really <coughs> tan anymore, I don't like go to the beach. But like if I were to try to get tan, I'm not tan my back. I don't fucking care. Yeah, I'd be like. You could see a line right down my side, like skinny, uh, t- pale and tan, like no problem. Because it's like, I don't care about what that looks like. I don't care yeah. what my legs look like. No I problem. will. I, I did like pull some of my girlfriends the day, not about Jared versus Bregman, just more in general. Like when you talk about a guy's physique, what you look for. And my girlfriends had like varying answers. But one thing that girls really like is like a good thighs and ass because usually girls have thighs and ass right now. So it's like, like my, one of my girlfriends who's like, got like, thighs? One, like a guy, like I say that, like, obviously you're talking about like when you see like people in like maybe the body issue magazine like or something like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. But like in real life, like, it's not like you're like, Oh, this guy's thighs don't go. But like, if you're looking, no, we, I think we had this argument before. I think the thigh is like the grossest part of a guy's body. Like an average out of shape guy. Like my thighs are disgusting. Like your inner thighs. Yeah. Like it's like not tan. It's not like toned. Like, yeah. Like right here. Gross. Like, I, like, like the I, fact no. that like, like, well, I, I don't it, know it, what when, your thighs when, when look like. When girls are like going down on a guy, it's like, forget about like the dick and balls, which is gross enough. You're just like all up in between his like cream cheese thighs. Yeah, like, well, you know, like again, like an average guy. That way, yeah, Kevin. it's disgusting. Well, that, I mean, just adding the phrase if you, if you, cream if you're cheese like, if, is just gross. If you're cream like an average white dude, you know, <laughs> like you're, you're not like, you're not doing like the fly machine or whatever, you know what I mean? That like the 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 the, the thigh master <laughs> with fucking Suzanne Summers, you know. You're, I just want to eat this salad that has goat cheese in it. I'm gonna have a really no. hard time doing that. I'll right tell you now. what, color of my thighs, goat cheese. Consi- Ew, consistent Kevin. consistency of my thighs, goat cheese. 
I'm one big ball. I don't believe that. Uh, goat cheese. No. I don't. You're not like fat enough for that to be the case. I'm skinny fat. I explained this on on uh, Nikki Glazer's show because we were talking about like when internet trolls make fun of you and they make fun of your appearance and stuff. And and I was saying like, yeah, that sucks. And someone was like, what? You look like you're normal. You look fine. What's the big deal? I was like, well, I'm the king of skinny fat. So I might look like fine like this, but when you see it, but here's when you see it, when you see it, you'll know. <laughs> here's the thing: is, to me, if a guy can dress well, no matter what, like at the end of the day, it's like that's what I'm going to be attracted to anyway. Well, that's I mean, like my, you're not showing up on like a first date by naked. the time. Yeah, by the time you're going to see that, it's too late. <laughs> you're you're pot committed at you're that point, in. and you're not going to like it. Now, and maybe you don't come back for a second time, but you know you're not going to like stop there. <laughs> yeah, we hope not. That with like a girl, like you know, obviously like. Girls do a lot of like the spank stuff and all that. Have you ever run into something like that where a girl like just or any either one of you like when a girl like looks like super thin? And oh, then I she thought says, you were asking me if I wear. That. No, if you run like, into no. a, if you run into a girl because I like I've asked some of my girlfriends that that wear like a lot of spank stuff, which is fine. Like whatever, do do you you want to look good in your clothes or like look better, or whatever? But my question always is like, so what do you do when you go home? When you go home and you like take off your spanks, and all of a sudden it's like a completely different body. I've never seen a spank situation with like someone I'm not. I mean, it's really only happened with my ex-wife where it was like, and, we and like she and, she's, and she's also like thin. Yeah, but, I, but I'm saying I've also just never been on like a, a first, second, like early on date, and then like she's wearing it, and then you know you see her take it off. I feel like most girls would. Just not even wear them. Oh no! Rather I, than well, I guess it's different. Or like, or like maybe you wear them and be like, I'm not going home with them tonight. Yeah. I don't know. I don't know. I, or I you like, spanks, I don't know. Be like, I got to go to the bathroom. Although, and like, cut them off and throw them out the window. The <laughs> Spanx leather leggings they've got out right now are fire. Leather leggings. Oh yeah. But they're all like, yeah, in. yeah. One of my girlfriends. What, like, an, what an invention. Leather leggings. No, but well, yeah, but Spanx. It's leather weather. Like just being like, well, you know, all girls are maybe a little bit insecure here or there and we're just gonna make these super fucking tight and just done yeah and then like you charge i don't know how much like like they're like underwear or bras are or whatever but like i know that like the jeans they have oh they make like full-blown clothes now yeah yeah oh yeah how about kim just coming out with her own Kim makes, Kardashian? Yeah, they're called like, their own spanks. They're called skims, I believe. Like skim. Ah, I, bet they, I bet they stink. Oh, well, I don't know if they're good or not, but they made like as much money as spanks has like ever made total in like a day. Well, yeah, because it it's Kim crazy. Kardashian. It was like. I bet it stuff. has like the, the butt lift in it I'm and whatever sure. I'm else. sure it's very like butt oriented with them. It has but to be. I didn't realize how many girls were doing this. Wearing spanks? Yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, if yeah. you see a girl like wearing like a super super tight dress, yeah, like like the like a form fitting like like they, skin tight, it's they've mo- more than likely they've got something on underneath that like so they can like eat and drink because you like, can you be know, like in phenomenal yeah. shape and some of these dresses are going to show every you know every bump every whatever and huh. they make them like like your skin color like your skin tone for like all different skin tones too so you can wear them like underneath like white stuff they got to be and, uncomfortable like, as fuck right. The le- I, I the leggings I've tried I actually don't they weren't that uncomfortable but yeah. I but I also what do you girls need wear leggings for they're like leather leggings so look so look like tight. Le- I just tried on my girlfriend's I was like I, I feel like I have to have these I think but they're also like made too. really like, you're well you're in pretty good shape I feel like if you're out of shape and you're just like cramming things in it's there, like well, I, I mean like I wear yoga pants yeah. like every day and like yoga pants are equally as tight mm-hmm. I feel <clears> like <throat> if I were to put on maybe I'll get some Manx. I bet you maybe, yeah. maybe yeah. I'll invite Manx. invent Manx. you should but you don't wear anything tight enough to. For that, maybe he can start. <sighs> Listen, when she, that was when that was the moment I knew I was old and like kind of fat for the first time. It happened like last year, maybe for the first time, maybe this summer. When I was like, "Oh, I have to worry about wearing t-shirts now." 
like John has always talked about that. Like he hates t-shirt weather because like they're thin and they just show everything. And I was, yeah. I just, I never had to deal with that until either this summer or last summer. And that sucks. That yeah, does suck. It's like, I, I have to be, I'm self-conscious when I just put on a t-shirt now mm-hmm. hey, like through all summer. Welcome to being a girl. I know. Yeah. I feel you, fucking you bad wear, for you guys. You gotta wear tight stuff. Yeah. Crop tops are all the rage. Right. That's tough. Yeah. I, I imagine if it was just like, yeah, guys, like half a shirt is now what you gotta wear. Fuck, Fuck no. 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 No, they're great. All right. Go get yourself a crop top right now on sale. Go to uh, Barstool Sports mm-hmm. Store. Go to the Viva section. Get yourself a crop top. Or the Barstool Game Day for those Barstool people that want to tailgate. Oh, yeah. Yeah, buddy. By the way, my sister, shout out Allie. She's in town. Yeah, she is. Allie. Yeah, Kevin got to meet her this morning. Um, They're matching. Are they? Oh, and it was a, it was one of those, the spider meme moment. We both put on, like she put on her outfit and I had mine laid out, like what I was going to do. I was doing my hair and I walked out and saw she was wearing it. I was like, I'm not changing my outfit. Okay, we have to hit our break. I'm not changing. Stacey and her her sister's visiting. They're just like, they're like Spanx, but in hug form. Yeah. What are you talking about? We got to go to break, Casey. We'll be back after the break. Little Kanye takes you to break number one. Coming back on CCK. The best is yet to come. I'm just glad that you waited. They all said it real till it's time to appraise it. I seen them come and go. You only the latest. But who am I to judge? I'm crooked as Vegas. Use this gospel for protection. It's a hard It's your birthday. It's a celebration. It's a celebration. Oh my God. It's Casey Smith's birthday. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday to you. Happy birthday, dear Casey. Happy birthday to you. You guys are sweet. Minus the barking because I don't like that. You're an honorary dog yeah, today. You're, you're That's okay. I like that. She's uh, 27 years wow. old today. Big time Crazy. 27. Happy birthday to Casey Thank Smith. You. And Mike is on the line. He wants to talk to you. What's up, Mike? Love a boy. Yeah, buddy. <laughs> What's good? Casey, just calling to wish you a happy birthday. Not single Casey, by the way. Oh, not and, you. uh, you'll thank be, you. And you will not be receiving any gift cards. Oh, no, I like gift cards. Just not oh, on no. a first date. <laughs> just not on a first date. <laughs> Fair enough. Thank um, you so much. Kev, I got to, of course, you guys are so nice to me and giving me advice on my birthday. Casey, I will forget yours. Oh, I appreciate um, it. Kev, do you have any idea what it costs to make Cruel Intentions or anybody? Make t- I, I mean no. no, but I want to know. Is it a lot or a little? Take a guess. It would you know Ryan Felipe, Samuel Blair. I think you know the cast. I think that the reason you're Reese calling is because it's Cheap. not a lot. I think those people weren't yes. all that big yet, so they didn't get big money. Correct. So I'm gonna say like ten million dollars and probably gross like two hundred. You're very close, like ten and a half million dollars. That's wow. crazy. Because there are four like big major major stars, major, but they stars. Were, major. They weren't like big yet. Right? Those are probably right, all yeah, like breakout roles in a way. Yeah. That, that's what you got to do, man. That Hollywood producer's cashing in, dude. And it was, it's, a, it's based on a book from the 1800s, French novel called Les uh, Liaisons Les- des Jaloux. 
um, which is all these rich people <laughs> just like having fun with uh, you know rich people having fun with uh, poor people. And yes, that's what the book was based on. And they made a movie on it 200 years later and 10 million bucks. And look what they did. Can you say the book name again? Les Liaisons des Jaloux. You fucking show off. French is so sexy. You just made, you just made Casey's <laughs> birthday. Je petit peu. You're just you're just saying things now. I can just wash off the pow futao. No, that <laughs> sounded like a bunch of blended. That sounded like together. French. That sounded like French to me. I, Mon, I, speak, I speak a little bit of French, is what speak he said. To me. By the way, are you are you going to blow out your candles? Yeah, yeah. Thanks for the call, Mike. Yeah. Blow them. What'd you wish for? I'm not telling you. What would you, what would, you know, nobody's listening. Just yeah, pretend, no, yeah. just pretend. Just pretend nobody's listening. What kind of this? cake is that? Just, I don't girl. know. Who picked out the cake? Um, I did. Yeah. I was going to take yeah, credit, but I just asked what kind it was. Right. So. Well, Can't no, who, I mean, whoever did it, did a great job. Thank what you. does it say on there? Happy birthday, Casey. Ugh, I should have just had, yeah. I should have had more a hand in For that. sure. Should have been a bird cake. I got up at 6 a.m. to go get that cake already yeah. for well, today. I actually baked it. You want to know a fun fact about like all the people in this office? The only person that I didn't hear from before this radio program, Jared Carabas. Yeah, because I'm not going to text you. Like, you that's so weird. Yeah. I mean, he like came right up to me and hugged me this morning. Dan, as soon I as I I literally, the in, second I saw you, I came up to you, hugged you, and wished you a happy birthday. I'm just person. saying. Why would I text you happy birthday if I'm going to see you on your birthday? Well, I don't know. Most people that weren't here in the morning did do that. No. I'm surprised you didn't text her at 12.01, Jared. Yeah. that's a, Actually, I was very much asleep before midnight last night. I was dead, but... Uh, yeah, came in the second I saw Casey. Happy birthday! Gave her a big hug. Feel I don't like think there was any hug. There definitely um, was. I, I, I'm not like I'm. Don't care if people say happy birthday or not. Sounds like you do. No, you definitely do. What so, I, I mean, you just unless and I've watched Jared do the same thing because he did it to Frankie. Right. Unless I remember specifically making sure that I remembered somebody's birthday. You got a little birthday spite in you. Yeah. Right? Oh, yeah. he. I mean, it's also just the Frankie feud. That I wish that that was on video the day that that little birthday spat went down because Jared just stood right in front of Frankie's face. Frankie was like, are you going to say anything to me? Are you going to say anything to me? And Jared was like, hold on a minute and went and just scrolled through their text messages all the way back to fucking April. And Jared was like, I have nothing to say. <laughs> <laughs> no, I do not. He was like, uh, as a matter of fact, in April, you did not tell me happy birthday. Yeah, it was so it. funny. Love that walked move. Away. That's like the, uh, the wedding mover. Like you, you write down what everybody gave you for a gift and you mm-hmm. just give that right back. Sure. It's kind of great when you get like a cheap gift. Cause that, you know, at the time you want your money, but you're also like, well, yeah. you're only getting a hundred bucks from me then pal. Yeah. Also at what age, like, do you stop giving birthday gifts? Cause I don't really, I mean like I'll I do like getting you shit. No, no, no. I don't get like, I'll like get somebody like a cake or something or like flowers. But, like my, I still have girlfriends who are like sending me actual well, gifts. Well, girls like, are weird. I mean, I, girls haven't, I haven't gotten a guy a birthday gift like since I was nine and my mom would like buy him a toy for him i mean i had not bought a, a guy friend no, you a pro- birthday pro- in like college you didn't do like liquor or anything no not for huh. birthdays i feel like i've done more for christmas than birthdays to like to your guy to friends? a friend yeah See, like, i think birthdays are more normal i don't think any of it's normal but i'm weird i don't think anything's normal i mean i, 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 I like, would never ever get like a gift but wait 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 we got on this topic because casey called me out for not wishing her happy birthday before did. coming in well yeah. is that weird like I, I wanted to wish her happy birthday in person, and I, I knew I was going to. Let see me, her. let me just put it this way: there are people that I happened to be with last night who wished me a happy birthday, and then they also text me today. Yeah, but I knew I was going to see you. Why would I text you and then come in and see you? That's weird. I would rather be like, uh-huh. Casey, happy birthday, and hug you. I mean, I did the same thing. <laughs> I didn't text you, did I? 
I think you did. No, I just saw you this morning. Yeah. Oh, well, you saw me early enough to write it in your register. <laughs> early <laughs> enough. I saw you the second I walked in. Yeah. yeah. No, I'm just giving you shit because it's like you're one of my closest Listen, friends here. It's, it's her like, birthday. Yeah, it's her birthday. Let her run wild. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Actually, you know what? Let's have a uh, like a minute long session where she can say whatever she wants. Okay, go ahead. No, I don't have anything to say. Wow. There's a first. The birds, I have a, the birds no, quiet. I, I have a, things to say, but I, you know, it's it's a nice day. I've had a good couple days. You know, I don't feel like really just burning it down today. All right, My Kay- sister's in town. Yes, yeah, she is. Casey's riding high, and uh, um, I'm all right. Well, wait. Uh, Jared's going to be riding high after this next call, too. Oh. It's Casey's birthday, but I have a gift for you. Thank you. Ben from it? Pennsylvania's on the line. What's up, Ben? I just wanted to tell you that you are. I literally and figuratively, you are a rocket compared to Bregman. I mean, Thank he's you. a fucking stick next to you. <laughs> it's not even close. Not even close. I mean, the picture that you put up, I forget what account it was on Twitter. It was like the side by side. It's not even fucking close. Bregman looks like he's 15. Do you, know, you look like a man among boys. Do you, you know how ridiculous this is? It's so far fetched that even Jared, rather than doing his, that's right, he went like, Jesus, fuck. Yeah, I mean, they're all, no, I mean, it's like, I think, I think he, I think Bregman is more, it's all about the way that you word it because Bregman's definitely more conditioned than me. Like, I get gassed walking up a flight of stairs, but I mean, you got the vanity muscles big, yeah bigger the show muscles but i don't know if necessarily bigger is always better i would it just uh, every person is different yeah it's a matter of preference like uh, I, I'm every gonna, girl like, like, like if in a perfect world uh if i if i if you pulled when, like 10 when girls is this guy hot like they'd all have a different opinion right i'm There's just no like you know like very rarely is there like a universal like oh my god he's so hot that I, is, I, that I is think true, that most chicks would would not want overly bulky i would agree i also think it depends on your age because at some point like you think that's what you're supposed to like I would say with physique questions, and I know you said you didn't mean that, but like physique, I feel like everyone knows like what a full good physique looks like versus if Who's you prefer like the best body in like in Hollywood. Oh, like 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 me. like like Mac on Always Sunny when he was ripped. Like he oh, was, that I he forgot about light. that. Yeah, he was no, like weirdly shredded. I don't know, and that comes down to preference because like some I know everybody says that girls like are lying when they say they like dad bods or not. Like I have girlfriends who prefer dad bods, and that is an actual fact. What about like uh, Ryan Ryan um, Reynolds? Was Ryan Reynolds really and Amityville Horror was pretty good. Rob, Rob McElhaney put up a very funny Instagram, very like cute. It's a picture of him holding his son, and his son's like on his shoulders, and his feet are tucked into Rob's pockets oh, as they wrap around. That's very cute. And he said, "TBT to the time that he got hurt, and I picked him up, and he said, Will you always pick me up when I'm sad?'" And I said, "Of course." And he said, "What if I'm as fat as you?" And I said, "In which season?" And he said, "What are you talking about?" And I said, "I should have at least been nominated for the effort." And he said, "Stop living in the past." And I said, "Don't tell me how to live my life." He just went on and on. He that's went off. So funny. Reason. He's like the uh, he is what if I'm as fat the as you? the like all that is man in my mind. He is shredded. Uh, Mac from Always Sunny. Mm. You don't watch Always Sunny? No. Oh, I I love, he's he, awesome. He's like shredded. He's obviously incredibly funny. He like writes and produces and shit. So he's way more than just like an actor. He's like all, you know, super talented. He is a good father. He's married to Kaylin Olsen. They have like a perfect marriage. And he's like. Wait, who? The girl from um, Always Sunny. Sweet oh, yeah, really? Married. They're married in real life. They're married, and then Charlie. Well, if you don't watch the show, there's a waitress in it, and Charlie Day is married to her. There's a lot of uh, a lot of. Uh, it's almost like people that do things together end up like hooking up. They're um, they're <laughs> fucking married in real life. Yeah, yeah. They the two couples, which is funny because yeah. like in the show he roasts her, and they're like, "Shut the fuck up, dude." What, what's her name in real life? Caitlin Olson. Caitlin with K. She's so funny. Yeah, she's the best. I mean that they they are my favorite people like on the planet. 
Um, I think just just kind of like looking through the internet really quick. I think Cristiano Ronaldo is somebody that a lot of girls point to. What about Ryan Gosling and Crazy Stupid Love? Yeah. What are you fucking photoshopped? Yeah. But she the, cleans and like up you, nice. And you, They've been married since 2008? Yeah, they were married on the show. Oh, well, they were like seeing each other on the show. And uh, Dennis, Glenn Howerton, he said that like they were sneaking around for a while. And uh, what's up, KB? <clears throat> and uh, thank you. The they would like, you know, they'd be out at an event and they would leave separately. And then, you know, whatever. They're sneaking around. Huh. And Glenn said that they were he thought they were both single at the time. So they would go to the bar. And he would, and, and Rob would always be like, like, all right, I got to get out of here. I got like this chick waiting for me back at the apartment. And he, and Glenn said that he was like, fuck, like Rob's always going home with chicks. Like I'm not getting anybody. Like I'm not going home with anybody. Like, where is he going? Like, who is he seeing? And they just never in a million years thought it would be her. Huh. So it was like, they never even like caught on to it. I think, I think they said, she said in an interview with Dak Shepard, I think they got like sloppy towards the end. And people just like, didn't even put it together. Cause they were just like, well, no, of course not. And then like, they had to come out. And, uh, yeah, Charlie's married to the waitress, which is funny because in the show. He, like, stalks he, her. How big of a role does the waitress play in the show? It's, like, a secondary role, but it's, like, one of the biggest secondary roles. And the storyline of it is, like. And they, they, she's just the waitress. They call her just the waitress. And she and he, hates him. He's, and... like, you know, stalker obsessed with her and always, like, trying to hatch plans to, like, kiss her and make out and, like, fall in love with her and shit. And she hates him and wants to fuck Dennis and, like... See, that would be so much more fun because it's, like, you actually... Like, you are actually married or you're dating or whatever, but then you have to play that you hate that person. You can get, like, all your anger out. Well, like, that's, well that's, like... That's more like Rob and Caitlin because, like, there's a scene in last season where, uh, like... They're, they're all hatching a plan, talking about some shit, and, and Sweet Tea comes up with, like, her version of it. And Mac just, like, turns around and says, like, just shut the fuck up. And they beep it, and it is, like, so goddamn funny. And then you think, like, he's talking to his wife there. Yeah. And she's like, oh, goddammit. Like, it is – it's a weird, weird world. I mean, that – Does it that, make the show funnier knowing, like, the real background stories? I'll be honest. The show is so good, I think, and I'm so, like, obsessed with it that it, like, it doesn't it stands register. On its own. Like, I yeah. don't even think about – you can real. separate those I, I've, people. I've been yeah. like, you know, I've interviewed Glenn a couple times and like kind of know him. And I still, it's not, I'm not like, it's Dennis, you know, like yeah. I'm so immersed in that world. Although I didn't see last night. So I gotta, this week's, so I gotta catch up on it. Um, I haven't started this season yet. There is. I'm, I'm trying to like stockpile them. Although last week's episode was the first episode in like a long time that I, I just like did not care for. Really? I was like, wow, I didn't think this was possible. I'm trying to finish Succession before I start it. Oh, yeah, you should do that first. I have that's the finale. Priorities. I have the fin- finale left. That's it. Uh, I got to write a blog uh, who at Barstool is like who at, at Succession. Who's your favorite character? Greg. Well, I mean, Greg is like. I'm always the- out of the loop on this shit. Like, I wish that there would just be like a message board or some <laughs> sort of bulletin board where it's like, hey, we as a unit are watching this show. If you want to stay in the loop, this we is the show unit. that we're watching. We, the people, yeah. will be watching. Yeah. I uh, was, because Dan and I were talking about I it last time we you. went on Let the road. Yeah. We were like walking on the. This is like, I didn't mean to sound braggy, but it's, we were walking like to the, the plane that we were leaving to go to wherever we were for the college football show. And we were looking at the big jets and we were like, I wonder what the inside of that one looks like. And he was talking about like A-Rod's plane. I was like, you know what I really want is to be on the Logan succession. Yeah. I like, and he said, he was like, I've been on A-Rod's plane and it is nowhere near that kind of plane. That, so it's they, like they how much money like Air Force One there. They have like full blown like living rooms inside of it. Well at, at one point in the show they're talking about acquiring a company for twenty one billion dollars. <laughs> like they're they're big money in that world. John saw a play on Broadway where the I don't even know Logan Roy's real name. Brian Cox. 
is the lead in it, and he yeah. said it is fantastic. Yeah, Brian Cox is that dude. He's I, unbelievable. Greg is everybody's favorite character, and I don't know if this is like a bad take or not, but for some reason, even all the way through this, the second season, even though he's kind of, not kind of, he is an absolute creep, I like Kieran Culkin's character. I like oh, Roman. I mean, I hate every character on that show, yeah. but I love them all. Like, I yes. think they're all, they have like no redeeming qualities. None. All of them are bad people. All Everyone's creeps. an asshole. Everyone's awkward. Everyone's annoying. Uh, He's just got these one-liners. Yeah, yeah, he's just got these. I don't but give the a Jerry, fuck one-liners. Oh yeah, weird. see, that's when I was just like, oh Super come weird. on. And I had told like Dan and I talk about Succession all the time, and I told him that I liked Roman before all that stuff started happening. Yeah, that's and tough. he kind of gave me this look, and I was like, uh oh, I probably should have finished the second. What season. What would you do, Jared, if you uh, this guy in this show has like a particularly weird kink? Mm-hmm. And I was thinking, and, and Eddie from Chicago did the the Finn Dom dog walk the other day, mm-hmm. and like I, I still. Have so many questions. The about Dom. Well, you should listen to it because, like, this guy kind of explains like what what's going on there. It's almost gotta suck if when you have to admit to yourself that like that's what gets you off. What if you're like soup? Like, you know, in this case, it's like this old woman is like talking to him while he jerks off, or she like abuses him and is like she, she talks to him like he's him the biggest piece of and, shit ever. And he jerks yeah. off, and like you know, that's a lot more fucking complicated than like, I just want to like have sex with a girl. You know what I mean? Or if you're into feed or you're into like furries or if you're into this weird shit where it's like, you probably at some point you have to admit to yourself like, yeah, this is, is, I gotta go try to find a girl dresses up like a fucking my little pony or, you know, whatever the, the I feel like it's like, like, if that's your, if that's your kink, there's never been a better time to be alive than right now. Yeah. It's only going to get more and more very easily accessible to find whoever it is. But it's still like a, a, little bit of a, you know, a yeah, I mean, like you're not gonna, letter. You're like not going to be able to just and, like go to a bar and right. meet a random girl and then take her home and be like, hey, by the way, like, can you put on this furry costume? Like this guy <laughs> in the show, and this guy in the show, like, can't have sex. He has a wife. He cannot, cannot have sex with her normal, but like can do that. And it's like the only way he can get off. Yeah. You know, like, not just like, you know, like, oh, I would I prefer if you would do this, but whatever. We can get over we like, can get down like normal. Like it has to be some weird shit for you. He and like the like speaking just about succession too. It's kind of like the Fifty Shades of Grey effect, where it's like because these people are super super rich they and have like, to like find but no another. no, I'm saying it's not seen as creepy. Like does that like yeah, when people yeah, talk yeah, about yeah. Christian Grey all the time? Like the character, like if that guy was like living in like a a trailer park, not shaming that, but like living like that, and it would be like abuse. Yeah, but because yeah, yeah. he's like a super rich successful guy, so it's like, like with Roman on Succession, it's creepy. But it's like oh whatever, he's got like so much money, of course he's into some weird. Well shit. yeah, I think like you do that too. We always you talk about weird? Lenny Kravitz saying like he'll he does it. he'll fuck anything and everybody because he's a Hollywood rock star yeah. and you just get in a room, turn off the lights and the, it's like playing by body parts, a different you know? set of rules where yeah, it's yeah. like it's a normal everyday person like if you came in and you're like i need this like very old woman to like talk yeah. shit to me all the time you'd be like what that didn't come off as normal as you think that it did you know what's weird kevin <laughs> like barstool has grown so much in like the last year and a half two oh, years boy. to uh-huh. where oh, no. there's so many people here that there has to be at least one person amongst us who is oh, yeah. like kind of into like some weird shit. Like there's both opposite ends of the spectrum. Like there's definitely like people that like to fuck as furries. And then there, there's probably people that can just like dry hump each other and come all over each other. Like, I feel like there's, I, I remember when Asa first started, not even when Asa started, when Asa came in as like a guest and she was like talking all about butt stuff. Right. Butt and stuff. she was like, I bet there's like a ton of guys here in this office that are. Could you imagine into- like like anyone out here that like puts on a furry costume when they go <laughs> home? They're just like, I hope. It's listen, like- babe. Like I know that this might be outside who, the box for you. Who would be the funniest I, that, furry in the? That office? was what I was about to ask. 
Glennie no. would be hilarious. Glennie I was going to say Big Tennessee. Way. Dana. Oh, oh God. If Dana Brandon was a furry Walker. guy. Brandon, Brandon Walker. Walker. <laughs> Imagine yeah. if he was just like puts on the fucking like rabbit head. And he's like, I'm Brandon fucking Walker. <laughs> be honest, like we're all picking like the big guys. Spider would be yeah, a very funny furry. I was just about furry. to say him too. Spider, yeah. Spider probably gets down like that infamous picture that we always uh, – Make fun of YP for he's probably got girls throwing him in the air like a pizza pie. Yeah, he's I mean twirling through the air at night. Yeah, I mean there's got to be some. I would imagine if Spider oh, just without flew question down, like there's so probably funny. There it would be a long shot. If there's a furry guy here, but there's definitely like weirdo feet guys here for sure. Oh, I mean that I, I feel like that is becoming more and more like we might have someone to admit it tomorrow. Like yeah, I'm into feet. Oh yeah, I don't feel like that's like a people look down on that. I don't no, think it's I mean, no, no, he, no. Don't get me wrong. He would be totally. He would be fully shamed. It's but uncharacteristic. I think that, like that, is, that is like the the most quote unquote normal of like the weird kinks. For sure. Like. For sure. I, I mean, Asa was talking all about uh, butt stuff, and I remember her being like, "Yeah, I guarantee there are guys in the office who are into that." And this was like years ago. Me and John were like, "No fucking way!" And mm-hmm. then I remember like uh, this was probably like I don't know six months a year ago. We were like kind of telling someone that story and and we were out and john just leaned over and he was like well we probably all lost an apology on that one <laughs> <laughs> like you're right you're right it's kind of like when <laughs> all like cheers the- our drink like yeah. she was uh like uh, apparently yeah the girl who has sex for a living like knows more than we do mm-hmm. but it, kind of like whenever nobody thought podcasts were a big deal yeah and she was or just she was, tiktok or anything of that it's mm-hmm. like well some people are just progressive Ahead you know what curve. can you say it was so funny she was like i guarantee at least and this was like Marcel was small at the time uh, we were in the old office, but it was still small. And she was like, you know, at least like three guys over there. And we were like, three? Like, no fucking way. And now it was like, probably like all of them. <laughs> probably, probably chances are the majority. And not only are is Barstool so big and there are so many people. So just like by the sheer volume of numbers, people are going to be into weird things. Like if you just take the content floor, like we always talk about how if you took all of like our mental disorders and like our social mm-hmm. anxiety, we probably have like a super mental disorder. Like. Just the weirdos on our side of the office, the things that people are probably into. You pick just like a corner, just like a one row, and you probably get some weird shit in this place. Yeah. We're just yeah. not normal people. I mean, I've I heard like the I've Rocket's heard a straight shooter. Very much straight shooter. Yeah. I've only, uh, I feel like I've only experimented with butt stuff. You put the D and the V, and you just fucking go in and out until it's over. Yeah, I mean, like. You've heard that, or you're just making that? No, I think out. that's just my my assessment. Oh. Yeah, I mean, like, I, I like to I like to mix it up. Like, but as far as the, like, you know, if if a girl is like, Hey, what's the craziest thing you've ever done? It's like, I don't know that I've done anything like super crazy. Like I'll, I'll, I'm not boring. I'll mix it up. But like what in today, in 2019, what is crazy? crazy, Like, like have I choked a girl with a belt where I was fucking her from behind? No. What a prude. What a prude, huh? When these conversations go, I call that first base, bro. Yeah. It's like, I mean, I'm just, I don't know. It's. I'm confused. I'm confused as to like what is we were doing. Uh, like you can, is normal and what's not. Not even just like what's normal, but like you, are you a pussy if you're not doing all this like weird kinky shit? Or, like, Listen, if you're not like <laughs> o- if you're not open <laughs> you hand slapping s- someone, yeah, you're a pussy. You just said that so casually. Yeah, yeah probably. 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 I, probably. Again, like the the me talking about this more openly now doing this, I have girlfriends <laughs> who'll be like, I have a question. Like, I'm getting back in the dating scene, and you, what do I have you guys to do? at Barstool talk about this, like is that expected of me? Like, and I'm like, I don't know. Like it's Barstool. Like don't listen to anything that any of us have to say. Yeah. Like, yeah, I, Take we literally, a huge like, grain of psychologically distressed salt. Our <laughs> boss is walking around mad at gambling things and saying he wants people to sign waivers like international waters so he can chop their heads off. Bad <laughs> gambling bets. Like we don't live in reality. Okay. Don't ask me what's normal and what's not.
I yeah. Uh, I I mean, I don't. I don't even know. I don't know that answer either, man. And I don't know whatever like what the, the kids are doing. Forget it. We were doing uh, we after answer the internet. We we did a video. Me and John breaking down the ATI question. Would you rather your mom or your daughter be a porn star? Mm. And one of the John was taking the mom side, saying you would rather her, and he was like. Bro, I mean, kids these days, they're probably all having sex on camera. By the time my daughter is of age, like, everyone's going to be a porn star. I don't yeah. fucking, what do I fucking get? That is true. And it's true. Yeah. Like, who fucking knows what's going to happen by 2040? What kind know? of apps are going to exist? Yikes. Like 20 years Stripes. from now. Stripes. Like, thank God there was no, like, Snapchat. There wasn't a fucking a camera phone when I was in middle school. Seriously, thank God. Yeah, let me, let me play the, my snake and get my dry hand job in peace. All the hoes would have seen this big. Okay. Yeah. yeah. We're coming back after halftime. It's a birthday Friday edition of CCK. Let's get it. Happy birthday to you. 